Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. Oh, yeah. Great, let's go. Why not? Time for the episode of Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. On the knobs and dials, check out the audio guy. He's dreamy. We're preaching fun. Paul, go yes. ahead. Dazzle us with your topic. <laughs> All right, so uh, we were talking about magic yeah. for a second, and uh, I got we were? Uh, I, I got some uh, some cartoons as mm-hmm. I'm wont to do. Mm-hmm. I picked up a couple weeks ago, Space Stars, I think it's called. Galaxy stars, space stars. Anyway, uh, it's Top of a, the show. It's Hanna, Already don't know the details. Hanna yep. Barbera. Take a drink. Yeah. Hanna Barbera, and it's it's space ghost, the Herculoids, the Teen Squad, and something else. Oh, uh, a partridge in a pear tree. Ace and his dog. Whatever. Anyway, good. N- it's another a detail. Bunch of Hanna Barbera space cartoons. This is during the Star Wars craze time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Late seventies. And uh, they basically jumble them all together, and they show you know each each episode. I did like that like, Hanna Barbera like to imitate television within their cartoons. Yes. Yeah. So if there was like you know like the like the Battle of the Network Stars. Yep. They did Battle of the Network Stars like with their cartoon characters mm-hmm. and stuff. I do wacky I was races. Like, I was like that Hanna Barbera imitated. They very much yeah. follow popular trends. Yeah. So this is kind of their answer to Battlestar Galactica mm-hmm. and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And what they would do, they didn't have a lot of these on the air, yeah. but they've saved the little interstitials ah. for the DVD release. Aha. Uh-huh. And so there's these magic segments where they teach you magic. Okay. And what I learned today, the one I learned today is the lamest trick you've ever seen. The guy goes, look, I got this nickel. And he's like, I'm going to make this nickel go from uh, under my foot to my other foot. He's like, what? And he does it. And the guys are like, what the fuck? He's like, here's the secret. When I showed you that there was nothing under my foot, I only lifted the front of my foot. The nickel was under my heel. Another nickel was under my heel. Also, when I went to put the, the nickel under my other foot, I helped kept the nickel and then dropped it in my boot. Practice makes perfect. <laughs> and the old nickel boot trick. It's like you just opened the show today. With a description of a shitty magic trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what it is. It's like, it's nothing but shitty magic and tricks. And it's a cartoon teaching you to do it? Yeah, it's awesome. So it's much easier to drop a cartoon nickel into a cartoon boot. It's, well, it's all magic. We Cart- should talk about, we have a special guest here. They don't talk about the magic of animation. Yeah, just because he's laughing and he wants to get in on the conversation. <laughs> we didn't introduce him over the time. He's done. He's just, he's fine. He's out. He's, just he's actually walking out now. <laughs> He's like, I told this story. He just because, picked up two nickels because and put on he some would boots. appreciate go this. Just turn my mic off. I'm going to lie back and just <laughs> let the magic happen. I've, I've seen RJ do this trick. <laughs> <laughs> RJ Owens is in the studio. Hello, RJ. How are you? What's up, fuckers? All right. <laughs> now you're on a medical leave right now. I am on a medical leave. Yes. You busted your foot. I tore my Achilles tendon. Oh, oh boy! Wow. Yep. Chuck it, duck it. Doing what I told him I shouldn't be doing. What, yeah. you, what was that? Running. Oh, oh, you said no running that for me. That guy shouldn't run. Deal. Deal. Done. We all know this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah they have, unfortunately, Cirque has this thing called the run finale, and you have to run in the run finale. Boom. Oh, in Mysterio, the finale has to be a run? Yeah. Oh. 
okay. Oh, yeah. at least you tore it at, at work. Ching, ching. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the state of Nevada sucks. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Oh, sure does. Yeah. So you've been in Mystere... Four years. You're the big baby. I am the big baby. (laughs) (laughs) The character makes me smile so much. It does. How long have you been? uh, What's the character's name? Baby Francois. Baby Francois. Mm -hmm. How long have you been Baby Francois? Four years. Four years. Yeah. Okay. Um, You are an impressive man. How how, how tall are you? I am six foot five, six foot nine in heels. Okay. (laughs) Can I put you in heels for the baby Francois? Uh, no, but uh, I've you guys discussed uh, a French Canadian uh, Celine Dion drag performer. Yes, and you got the wrong name because I actually do Celine Dion. Oh, and my drag character name for her is Vaseline Dion. Vaseline. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's a little greasy, I, uh, but she's still French Canadian. I like that. Funny, when someone says that we've got something wrong on the podcast, I'm always just like, where do we start? Like right. I, I know. We, we like, what did we call just, her? Just the amount of just the amount of uh, just the amount of errors we've had. Celine Dijon. Of, Celine Dijon. That's yes, it. Yeah, she yeah. was the mustard lady. <laughs> yeah. And you're a listener to the podcast, which is which is. I'm a scoop. Yeah, he's and a Patreon. I, I have to say that I'm impressed because this is amazing for what my fifty bucks a month gets me. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, crazy good. Huh? I know. I Fancy was just noticing the podcast thing. Yeah. yeah, all of our Pegasus dolls around here. That's right. It's great. Yeah, the churn is everything you'd imagined. It is more than I imagined. <laughs> this is. Um, uh, but by the way, I love the floor. Oh, thank you. Everybody does. People Whenever we send floors. out pictures of the churn, people are like, "Those fucking floors." Yeah. Jacob, please again, just for the benefit of all, what 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 are we dealing with here? It's just bamboo. It's bamboo floor. It's pressed bamboo, but it's like a tiger pattern. It's like a tiger stripe pattern. I have a cutting board at home that is made out of the same stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's really, but it's really thick and it's pressed. It's really pressed. Yeah, this, this is super thick stuff. This floor This, this is actually, not like a, a bamboo laminate. This is, this is like... You, you wonder why people yeah. think you and SJ have an open marriage. You bring people up here to a pressed bamboo tiger stripe pattern floor and you yep. expect people not to get their fuck on? <laughs> uh, no, I don't expect people not to get their fuck on. I expect them to fuck. <laughs> Sounds like Scoop Fest. Yep. It's going to be... Bamboo, easy By to clean. the way, the floor is the only thing that's hard. I have a particular bone to pick with you. Okay. Three. Oh, okay. you just pointed two of us. I got very scared. <laughs> because my penis is pointing at Paul. Okay. All right. Ah, Deal. As it always should. Yes. So here I am. I'm doing this big Cirque du Soleil show here in Vegas. Four yes. years. Four yeah. years. Kind of like a really big deal in my life. I have friends. Well, that's neither here nor there. But I'm trying to get these friends to come see the show. They won't come see the show. Yet I find out. Yet I find out that four of them, who I obelisked into this fucker, are all coming to Scoop Fest. Okay, fine, no problem. You want to hang out over here? Oh, we won't have time, man. We got to go to the the, the the second bucket show, and then we got to go see fucking Gray's Anatomy over here in his singlet, and then we're gonna hang out and do karaoke. I'm like, you'd rather do karaoke than come see me in a diaper? Yes, that is what I'm finding out. So fuck y'all on the face. They're not coming to see you, no. Mister? Not they're here three fucking days. All three days are just scoop, 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 scoop. scoop. <laughs> Which is where I would be if I wasn't going back into shows that Saturday. Right. Oh, maybe they could squeeze a luncheon with you on a. No, never mind. No, no. Yeah, no. You can no. Come, you, yeah, at least you can come out with them Friday night. Here's what I'm thinking. It's true. Because you were talking about Penn possibly doing magic Friday night. Mm-hmm. He'll be there. He'll be there. Yeah. If he doesn't and still wants to do it at Penn Sunday School on Sunday, yeah. I'll do magic for your show on Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
Deal. Deal. But I won't do magic on the same bill as pen. Uh, that's understandable. That's yeah. fair. That that makes sense. That's like here's yeah. a here's an idea. You take a nickel. Uh, I actually sat at home trying to think of what well, I, I could do magic for. The, wait, why would I do magic for three guys in a room? That would just no, no. ooh magic. But you have Amazing. like a lot of trades, right? So you not only you've been a clown for how long? Oh my god, my entire life. Um, okay, I started acting professionally when I was thirteen years old. Yeah, where are you um, from? I'm from California. I've heard of it. Uh, yes, it's a great state. <laughs> I'm from a little town called Greenfield, California. Okay. If you've ever driven south on the 101, yep. from San Francisco to L.A., mm-hmm. Greenfield, King City, 10 miles apart. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's okay. the strip where you get pulled over by the CHP every time you drive that. <laughs> yep, I've been pulled over there. That that's, whole town was funded by speeding tickets. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, my father was when I, the, when I made that drive, I had a convertible. I had a little ugh. convertible sports car, and boy, did they like pulling me oh, over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, my father was the principal and superintendent of my school. Okay. My mother was a prison which, matron. Which made you an absolute class clown then? Uh, yes and no. Um, because my father had this really inherent instinct of knowing when I fucked up. Mm-hmm. Nobody, I would do something. Nobody would leave the room. Nobody would get on the intercom. At the door. My dad would be there. Can I see Robert for a second? By the way, my, my real name is Robert, but don't tell anybody. Okay. He'd pull me out and I'd get in trouble. I'm like, did he have cameras? This is, this is pre-camera stuff, too. Right, right. Sure. He would know. My father spanked two kids in his entire career as a principal. Both of them were me. <laughs> <laughs> Made the lawsuit extra hairy. Yeah, and he he was, he was this was corporal punishment days. This was back in the days where you could smack a kid's ass. Oh, yeah. yeah. So my dad had the pizza powder with the holes drilled in it. Yep. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, motherfucker. No joke. Hurt. Yep. Yeah, Jesus. Mm. And then I would get it home, too. Yeah. I would get the three-inch wide leather belt. Oh. No the, way! Oh yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome to my childhood. I, I, <laughs> I grew up when parents could beat the shit out of their kids, and nobody would say anything. Wow. Yeah, my, my parents never did a belt, but there were there was definitely corporal punishment. Mom and, was, and schools and, and the schools had paddles. Yeah. Mom was always the wooden spoon. Okay. Except when I was thirteen, and mm-hmm. my parents had just divorced. Yeah. And um, you know, being the, the class clown. Yeah. Uh, I said something offhanded, and she said, "Don't get salty with me, young man." And I immediately went for it. That'll taste salty. She chased me around the backyard with a shovel for a half hour. Jesus. <laughs> she was pissed. She was pissed. Wow. Yeah. That, that's the, uh, the know your audience lesson. Yeah, she, I also, uh, you said she's a def- prison matron? She was a pr- prison matron. Which what does means that mean? she worked at a prison. So she she was, uh, worked at Solidad State Penitentiary for 24 years. She was, um, a, she was the head of clerical. So everybody who did anything clerical there, she was the head of. Okay. Her assistant, her, her uh, I shouldn't say assistant. The prison inmate that was assigned to her to help her out. Okay. Sirhan Sirhan. Really? Yeah. Oh. Get the fuck out of here. I have a here. Superman belt buckle that Sirhan Sirhan made me in shop class there. What? Yeah. Because he was her assistant for like, you know, six years or something. Or, or prison inmate. What do you call those? Custodian. Yeah. He's custodian. So he's the one who shot... Uh, Kennedy. Kennedy. Shot Kennedy. Robert, Robert, Robert Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah. Right, yeah. Robert Kennedy. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's a, I had a great childhood. Not many prison matrons can name drop. I know. But, but your mom <laughs> yeah. can. Go figure. And my mom was there Which when... Which I have great respect for. My mom was there when Willie Nelson and Johnny Cash came to Solidad State Prison mm. and did one of the last uh, albums together that they did. Yeah. And so I have somewhere in a box of mementos, I have a bootleg a cassette tape copy of that concert. Holy shit. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Jesus. So get that on wax. Uh, 
I want to get. I want to cut to you. you. You did professional wrestling at some point, or semi-professional <laughs> wrestling? Because um, we love that here. You know, we yeah, love that on I know. Podcast. Boy, Paul's been talking out of school, hadn't he? What can I say? I did uh, uh, some things called incredibly strange wrestling. Incredibly strange wrestling. Oh, yeah. All right, Talk now my interest has peaked. Yeah, we're, we're actually more interested in this. Yeah. Okay, oh. you, have you heard about Lucha Vavum and all those guys down in L.A.? No. Oh, really? No. Hey, Paul. Yes. Okay, so Lucha Vavum is, <laughs> Lucha Vavum is this burlesque slash wrestling show. Oh, I have. Oh, I have, I have, it's I great fun. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't heard of it, but I love it. Incredibly strange wrestling is is uh, more about the show and less about the actual wrestling. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it, it was. I played two characters. I played Luscious. Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, wore a pink a spandex unitard and a blonde wig, and my secret weapon was kissing the the guy in the mouth and then body slamming him. <laughs> and then I played you and me both. Yeah, played. So this is put together by burlesque people. No, the incredibly incredibly strange wrestling was put together by wrestlers. Really? Yeah, these bottom rung, big in art, big in San Francisco. Sure. <laughs> Very small in the world of wrestling, wrestlers. Okay. Um, and they had everything. Women wrestlers, dwarves, everything. I my second character was Il Gigante, the world's largest luchador midget. <laughs> yeah. And I would wrestle like four little people. And it was awesome. It was so much fun. I love my jobs. That would be awesome. So that's the thing is you're you're six five. You're also uh, four hundred and fifty pounds. You're four hundred and fifty. I am four hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, I'm a huge. You don't look it. Well, thank you. I hide it well. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. um, and then you're so you get cast as a giant baby. You I get know. cast as a, a giant a dwarf. I've I've done I, I've I've literally done everything in the in the the acting annals, as it were. Is, is living in San Francisco is a very big fish in a very big pond. Okay. Um, big as in size, but not as in, I mean, we, there was a time in San Francisco, uh, 97 through 2005, 2006, 90% of your commercials were shot in San Francisco. Right. Almost a hundred percent of your voiceovers were done in San Francisco. Mm. And we, we had a a mayor who loved the graft. So we were getting five, 10 movies a year and like three or four, uh, uh, series shooting. Okay. So I was on Nash Bridges for seven years. As a magic started off as a magic consultant and got a character, which is great. Oh, cool! Worked for Don Johnson. Don Johnson was kind of Don Johnson's personal magician. Mm-hmm. He would I would get a call from his bodyguard at like three o'clock in the morning. Hey, Don's entertaining. Can you come over and do some tricks? Yeah, I'll be right there. Get up, get dressed, go over and do some magic. Do do you know twenty minutes of magic? Don would say thank you so much. Go off and boom, done, and go back home and go to bed. You know? Wow. Yeah. Don Johnson's personal magician is what your business card should say. I like hair model. <laughs> I, that's good too. Yeah. Uh, it's not all it's cracked up to be. Um, I'll tell you what. Although I'll tell you a great story about Don Johnson. If you want a great story about Don Johnson, I do. I will say that like uh, Pen Pen Gillette likes to tell stories about Don Johnson, and none of them are very put down in a very good light. Well, this is I, I will I will paint Don in, in in the best light possible for a man of Don's stature. Okay. Okay. Deal. So there's this. We're we're shooting a scene on the barge. Um, Don is notorious for being late to set, always late to set. We would get there at nine o'clock in the morning. He wouldn't get there till one and not even come to set till three in his bus. So the PA says, Don wants to go over the magic trick that we're doing in the episode. Um, can you go to the bus and, and show it to him and teach it to him? No problem. No problem. So I'm there and it's, it's a, it's a basic swipe vanish. It's nothing, it's nothing too, uh, magical for him. 
And so we do it a couple times. He's like, thanks a lot. And all of a sudden, PA comes in. All right, Don, we're ready for you. And he stands up and he drops his pants to get dressed to go come on stage. No, come on the sound, on the barge. And out falls the python. Whoa. Biggest penis I've ever seen. <laughs> Don Johnson. Don Johnson. Don's Johnson. Don's Johnson. It was like um, two of Paul's water bottles stacked end to end. <laughs> I shit you not. Good Lord. Just a bowl. And it, it, all, it all made sense. Everything in the world made sense to me at that point. I'm like, that's exactly why he is who he is today. <laughs> now I get it. I get it. You don't, That confident grin comes from real confidence. Yes, it does. <laughs> it comes from a man who could drive a fucking golf ball off a tee without a club. <laughs> from a man who's the most popular guy at a nudist camp. What did it taste like? <laughs> it tasted greasy. <laughs> well, it was a long day, right? It was, it was a long day. It was a long sure. day on the set. Yeah, it tasted greasy and like Oxycontin and cocaine. <laughs> See, and there's the there's the Fifty Shades connection because his uh, daughter is the uh, oh yeah yeah Anastasia is in it? the uh, Fifty Shades films. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, that's his daughter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Dakota Johnson. And, yeah, Dakota and uh, Melanie Griffith is her mom, right? Yes. I so. Yeah, yeah. In fairness, I did not know that actress's name. I uh, just just knew her tits. Yeah, boobs. Just boobs. So, was, is it Cirque that took you out of San Francisco? Uh, no. Well, kind of. Um, I have so I many was, questions for you. You have such a weird career. I have a weird career, and I'm, I'll answer everything. I'm here as long no, as you No, no, no. So, uh, yeah, because you also brought the magic thing, which obviously you get so much work as a clown because of, of your comedic your comedic nature and your stature, right? I kind of – the clown is, is all from the, doing magic. That's, so get into that. I, the, so that here's, how, here has, here's how Cirque discovered me. I was at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival doing my magic act on the streets during the day. Okay. And then I had three venue shows at night. Okay, and so I'm out performing one day, and I'm, I'm, I, I How, street performing San Francisco seems like that's the place that's been a proving ground of street performance for a long time. It has, time. Yeah. and I stopped doing it um, because I enjoyed I enjoyed the performance level of it. I hated the fact that at that point in time when I was really doing it is when the homeless population of San Francisco just got our mayor said basically at a, at a mayor's convention hey you don't want your homeless send them to us because well, he was going to get uh, government ADA money from it right send them to us we'll take care of it so it it, street performing and, and making 400 bucks a day on the street went to making 40 bucks a day uh, because you had all these homeless guys who were panhandling and slugs on a box and what have you and so I that's when I discovered venues Okay, and started producing my own shows inside venues. So then, was doing the street shows at uh, Edinburgh was that like a relief to you? Was it great to be on the street doing real shows again? It wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It was more of a, a proving ground for me to make sure that I still had the chops. Ah, because the uh, muscle you got to flex, right? Yeah, because when you're when you're when you're in a venue and, you, and people are paying to see you, you can do whatever the fuck you want, right? You know, they're paying they're paying to see you, and you have to be you know, of a certain level. Out on the street, they're walking by. And surprise, I mean, they uh, can just keep walking. Yeah, the ability to draw a crowd is what what you really have to work on there. And I kind of went without any predetermined. I always, whenever I perform, I, I always bring a bag that has a lot of shit in it. Yeah. And I never have a set list because I try to read the audience, mm-hmm. try to see where they want to go. And so that was great on the street because you you. you can do something and they'll laugh at that and that triggers something else. Oh, well, fuck that rope trick. Let's go over here to this, this trick, you know? Okay. Yeah. So I'm doing my street show and I'm decked out in a plaid sport coat, shirt, tie, vest, bowler hat, kilt, 
handmade kilt that I, uh, black kilt, dress kilt, I called it, um, sock garters and black and white spats. <laughs> I am just, I have gone, I, it's, it's a sight to behold. Sure. And doing my act and I've got about 300 people in front of me um, and I'm passing the hat. I was making, I, I was making good money there. Uh, people don't, when you're, when you're, when you do a show at the Edinburgh Fringe, the first thing that they, they tell you is don't come here to make money. Yes. And I didn't want to go there to make money. I wanted to go there to prove myself. Uh, but I was making money. Well, that's the thing. I did Edinburgh Fringe in the year that I was there. Uh, I can only speak for that year, but it was so... Uh, we befriended all the street uh, performers because yeah. we were advertising for our show all the time. And then we also, oh, needed, those guys. We also needed people to do our show. Right. Uh, so we had to recruit guests to do what our show all the time. This was 2004. Yeah, I was there in 2008. Um, and uh, it was so good to me that the only way to make money at the end of our French festival is to be a street performer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because you show, you wake up every morning and you get you there's a lottery for spots yep. and times. But there's no uh, you don't have to advertise, you have to pay rental fees. And oh. So already. And, and if if and it place, looks like it's gonna be inclement weather, people just don't show up so you end up getting more spots, which was yeah. happened to me. I was just I was a glutton. I was there at nine o'clock every morning yeah. to sign up. And uh, the place is teeming with people oh, yeah. all day long. Even in the rain. Yeah, and they're all there just to hang out to do the French stuff during the day and night. And yep, then they walk right. around and everyone stops for street performance. Yep. And then it's also accurate because the best performers in the world travel there. Travel there to do this. That's and sure. I, would, I would get, you know, I would get off five or six shows a day, which on the street, you're lucky if you get three because there are so many street performers doing the rotation. But because I'd get there at nine o'clock and, and the festival didn't start till 10 o'clock, the first two people usually weren't there for their slots, so you get to hone right in on those. <clears throat> and if people didn't show up, if you just hung out there and waited, we had, we would all sit on the church steps right now around the Royal Mile. Yeah. And if people weren't there for their slot, they would give it away. You want the slot? Take it. And so to get off five or six shows a day is great there. And then I had two venue shows that I was actually in Edinburgh for, Yeah. Um, both magic shows. And then I got picked up by Paul Zenon, who is a British magician who was working for La Tigre in the big Spiegel tent. He brought his own small Spiegel tent and he saw me performing and he's like, uh, I want you to do my show or I'm doing a, a show late night uh, before, before and after La Tigre. We're, we're going to do like 10 or 12, 20 minute shows. Just bust them out, ship people in. Cause it only, it only held like 24 people. And so he got the idea to call it the world's biggest magic show in the world's smallest Spiegel tent. <laughs> Yeah, it was great. So I'm uh, anyway back to how Cirque found me is I, I'm doing my street show and I'm it's about 300 people. I'm passing the hat. I'm getting good money in there, and this uh, little man comes up to me and he's like, um, "I really like your look," and I'm like, "Oh fuck, he's a perf. <laughs> he wants a fucking hand job. Yeah, I got a fucking I got a stalker. That's <laughs> great." He's like, please put uh, your big hand on my tiny cock. Exactly. <laughs> humiliate and, me. And so I'm like, well, humiliate me. Humiliate me. <laughs> call me, a, call me a little diaper wiper. How do you feel about this? Stuffing a sack full of bologna and slowly wiping it across my forehead. <laughs> you mean my ball sack? No, I mean a sack full of bologna. That, that's what my ball sack smells like. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can move on to that second, but first I want the bologna sack. <laughs> How about what do you what are your feelings on uh, having a worm, a, an actual worm, uh, slid slowly between your toes by me, and then I lick where the worm went. I follow the trail of the worm. I lick everywhere the worm go, and then and then 
I feel a sack full of baloney. Oh, no, we're not going back to the sack full of baloney. Um, so you slept your way to the top is what happened. Basically, yeah. it's what happened. <laughs> it's what happened. He, ha- he goes to shake, shake my hand, and he's palmed off his business card and, and shakes my hand with it. Well, nice. I don't even look at it. I'm like, because I've been uh, wearing a kilt there. And being a, a flamboyant street performer, you get hit on a lot, yeah. and not by the not by the kind that you want to get hit by hit on by. No. So I don't even look at the card. I just put it in my little little thing that I have in front of my kilt. I'm like, uh-huh. fuck it, I'm done. That night, he's at my venue show, and I'm like, oh fuck. I noticed you did not call the number on the business card. <laughs> Do you not know what I mean by a sack full of baloney? <laughs> no, we don't. Please, it's, sir, take I that like, sack full of baloney out of here. No, it, um, it's a literal sack. <laughs> Oh baloney. shit! You're talking, and I forgot that I brought you guys gifts. What? Oh shit! I Is a sack full of baloney? Okay, and that's so. what reminded you that you brought gifts. Yes, a sack full of baloney. That reminded me. This is about to get awkward because I know Paul well. You're the Patreon backer. You should be. We should be giving you gifts. So for Jacob, because he is a coffee whore. I brought you my home roasted fuck you in the face blend. Whoa! Whoa. All right. I'm jealous of that. Don't be jealous. He'll share with you. Okay. Maybe. You get to be jealous of this because Paul's not a drinker. Ooh, you get good. a bottle of my homemade hooch. Oh, Whoa, look out. Jesus. And because Paul is just like me, yes, he has to go downstairs and get a spoon when we take a break because <laughs> I made him oh, my rocky shit. road to hell. Oh, man. <clears throat> Jesus. Fuck yeah, dude. Bro, Paul, ice, ice cream. cream. Jacob and I are both amazing. jealous of each other's gifts. We, yeah, we are. You guys can share it. Try, try, take it so we can try it. It's, it really it's, smells you, it's really tasty. It smells really good. Yeah. I'm going to let Jacob smell it first, and then I'm going to take a swig. And you put it even in a nice little designer bottle? A friend of mine gave that bottle to me for my birthday last year. It's um, from the Hudson Valley, and it's called Hudson Valley. Oh. It smells like perfect. Homemade hooch, <coughs> homemade hooch is a scary-sounding thing. It that is. Does, that does not smell like you're going to go blind. No, no you're this, not. This is, this is dangerously drinkable. This, yeah. This smells like a fantastic... It's uh, that's now eight and a half years old. It's eight and a half years. Was it a whiskey? It, it's a whiskey. It's a straight whiskey. All right. Um, a gotta, little, gotta give actually, it a little, little, little taste. It's I'm a, going to I, give it a smell first. I want to smell first. You've had it some. Like legit. Paul's been at the I house. Had He's had some. It's fucking good. He's. It's a rye. Um, it's made yeah, with George yeah. Washington's uh, original uh, original recipe with double the rye. Well, this is really good. I told you it's dangerously drinkable. <laughs> Let me tell you something. When people ask me to ho- drink a homemade anything, <laughs> yes. I hate yeah. motherfuckers with their oh, yeah? with their yeasty beer kits. Oh, <laughs> oh or their or their fucking night blindness uh yeah. moonshine. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is good. <laughs> this is really good. It's tasty. Oh. It's tasty. <laughs> Holy fuck. So that's been aging in a uh, small little port cask for the last eight and a half years. Wow. I mean, so it finishes that's, amazing. That's where you're going to yeah. get the sweet, sweetness from. You're also going to get a, a, the smallest, tiniest hint of coffee with it because I dropped three coffee beans in the flask because I love coffee that much. Yeah, smell, smell the coffee, man. Okay, so the roast on the coffee. This is a double roasted process. I do it on my barbecue, actually. Okay. Okay. Um, it's, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, Whoa. It's a, yeah. good, it's a good roast. It's a good roast. What the fuck, dude? You're just a genius in everything? I'm not a genius in everything. I have a lot of fucking free time. What the fuck? So I made this So ice- does Paul. He doesn't make shit. I, I made the ice cream. I, I make books about octopuses. <laughs> and I read them. That's what I do. Yeah. I, and then RJ like how, comes and does a live reading for He me. even does the heavy lifting for you on that. <laughs> what can I say? I like how you said books, plural. Yeah. Book. I'm, second one is halfway done. Better oh, than halfway the done. The guy just made fucking coffee in his barbecue thing. I know. I made has, ice cream this I'm morning. I'm not holding he has a candle. projects eight and a half years in the making that I'm not are coming to fruition. candle to RJ's act. You should, you should, eat, you should try the ice cream. I should. I got to yeah. get a spoon. Yeah. Yeah. I'll uh, get your spoon. So, uh, 
RJ, we, we we left off where the 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 mystery man, your gay stalker, mystery oh, Frenchman, tiny, tiny okay. gay French stalker. He's at their second he's show now. You a sock of baloney. He's palmed me a sock of baloney. I just want to get hammered right now. Anyway, <laughs> I'll get. Listen, we should do a total drunk one. Oh, that that's not a awesome. bad idea. That would be. We do a late, for we, Paul. We do late night recordings now. I mean, I I've done ones where I've been a little. No, no, no. Not you crazy should just, drunk. You should come back for a late night one, and, and yeah. I will and, definitely come back. And and I, I have to say that you guys amuse me and entertain me as humans first, and as podcasters second. Okay. Um. So there. Well, thank you. Anyway, so uh, fast forward. This was in 2008. Fast forward 2010. I get a phone call. Hello, RG. Uh, this is RJ. Yes. How can I help you? Uh, my name. What is... are you wearing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My name is Marc-André Rui. I'm with Cirque du Soleil. And I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, sure, okay, because my friends are all fuckers. Right. He's like, um, I met you in Edinburgh. I said I liked your look. And I'm like... Not that many people have said that to me in that location. Ever. (laughs) And I knew where that bag was, and I went straight to that bag because I hadn't cleaned it out. And I pulled out his business card. Sure enough, Marc-André Rui. Boom. Cirque du Soleil. He's like, we are coming to San Francisco and would very much like to meet with you. Uh, I'm like... Why? He says, well, we'd like to, can you meet with us tomorrow and talk? I'm like, sure. So I go and meet him. He's like, we are holding auditions tomorrow. Would you, would you like to come audition? Or we'd like you to come audition. And I'm like, for what? <laughs> right. And he's like, just come. So I show up. It's seven o'clock in the morning at a dance studio. There are 50 people there, 49 of which look like everybody in Cirque. And then there's me. Yeah. Oh, I went to one of those. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm looking yeah. for cameras. Someone is having fun with me. Yeah. So they put us through our paces. And in the first hour, they cut us from 50 down to 24. In the second hour, they cut us down to 12. In the third hour, they cut us down to eight. And they said, okay, we're breaking for lunch. Uh, when we read off your name, uh, you're staying. And if we don't read your name, thank you very much. So they read off all the name, uh, numbers. And my number wasn't called. I'm like, okay, cool. I did what I did my best. Sure. I did something that I'm not used to. Yeah. So I went and uh, was packing up my bag, and I went over and thanked Mark Andre, and he's like, "What are you doing? Where are you going?" I'm like, uh, "Well, you didn't call my number." He's like, "You are the reason we are here." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness you're oh, polite. Wait, what? Thank goodness. If that was Paul, he would just left. Yeah. So Paul, we, you uh, would not have gone up and said goodbye and thank you for having me. Uh, I might have. Yeah, I, I would have. I might have. You I might. don't know what you're trying to do with this ice cream, Paul. I was going to say share it. Just, just I know, but you held it like it was going to pour out like pudding or it, something. It almost does. It's a, well, it oh, was I, made I just this morning. I just brought the dish to put the used spoons in. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, fuck. So it's called Rocky Road to Hell because it's double dark chocolate with a little bit of cinnamon like your Abuelita's grandma, like yep. your Abuelita's uh, chocolate cinnamon. Yep, yep, yep. And then it's got a little bit of cayenne pepper, uh, yep, yep. Toasted, toasted pecans, and marshmallow. Jesus. Mm-hmm. I brought, I brought you a spoon. Would you like a spoon for oh, your no, own I ice cream? I don't like that shit. All right. <laughs> Fucking good, RJ. Now, I'm surprised. I See, I didn't think you would try it with the whole Cray Ray thing. Oh, this is uh, for work. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is rare and appropriate. It's rare and appropriate work work related. I would not I would not eat this at home if you're wondering, but yeah. And I'm just having, I am, I am indeed having a, just a spoonful. Because I heard you talk about having like a, a spoonful of peanut butter is your mm. protein now. And I'm like, what the, huh? Yeah. Oh. That's true. Congratulations, though. You look great. Thank you. You look great. Paul? <laughs> I'm uh, buying my time. Oh, I like my time. Cayenne. Yeah. I just okay, so cayenne. Without yeah. the... Without the um, this is actually... The, the base of this is called Fuck Me Running. Without the pecans and the marshmallows, um, because you take a bite of it, 
and it's sweet and it's chocolate, a little bit of cinnamon, and then about three seconds later, yeah. that cayenne that hits heat. in. It's, oh, yeah, fuck me, yeah. running that's hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's wow, oh, it's like that. Wash really down with, interesting. Wash it down with the, the booze. Complicated taste for complicated. I was just thinking the same thing that I want to taste <laughs> it with these booze. Um, so we go to lunch. Sorry, back to the story about doodahs. We go to lunch. We talk a little bit. Don't even talk about Cirque or anything like that. Comes back in, cuts us down to four people, works us six more hours. Whoa! So it was a nine-hour audition. That's a long audition. Yeah. And uh, at the end, the four of us, he says, uh, "We do." He said, "I do not offer a contract. This is not my job. But I will say that you are an artist of caliber." And maybe three months, maybe three years, you'll be working for us at Cirque. I'm like, okay, great. A year and a day later, on my 42nd birthday, they called me and asked me if I wanted to be the ringmaster for Sultan Banco. Whoa. And I'm like, mm, okay. What's Sultan Banco? Sultan Banco was one of the originals. It ran for 20 years. Okay. It was the original, one of the original touring shows. It was um, Fascination, uh, no, Nouvelle, uh, Nouvelle Experience, uh-huh. Fascination, and then Sultan Banco. Okay. Salt and Banco is the older sister to Mystere. Okay. Um, Franco Dragone, brilliant genius. Whacked out on drugs. Um, did a wonderful Clearly and clearly. Clearly and clearly. <laughs> clearly and did a clearly. wonderful job of both shows. And I was so I did that for a year prior to coming to Las Vegas. Um, and did nineteen countries in twelve months. Wow. Saw places I never thought I was. Went to, we were in Beirut. I was staying at a hotel looking. Which out. apparently is beautiful, right? It's gorgeous. They call it, they used to call it the Paris of the West. Yeah. It's just very surreal looking out my, my hotel room balcony, and there's the bombed out Holiday Inn that I saw on CNN when I was a kid. Right. Still I'm bombed like, out. Holy hell. And we actually, our last night there, they were loading out, and there was this huge Shiite um, gunfire right at the border, which was about. Uh, two clicks away from our venue. Mm. Uh, Do you and measure things in clicks? Are you armed forces? I'm not armed forces, but I uh, on the road on on yeah. tour you, you you work with enough guys. You pick yeah. up the lingo. We call the, we call the the money ding dongs because we never know what money we're what, what the name of the money is. And so it costs twelve ding dongs, you know. And everything is a click, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's just one of those things. Um, it was just it, so being on tour was fantastic. I mean, I got to go places, wonderful places. Got to do things. I lost. N- not be- because being on tour and also because of the physical activity in the show I was doing a hand-to-hand act a hand-to-hand act parody um, and also one of the girls on the show really want- wanted to become a um, woman Women on the show wanted to become a, a personal trainer when she finished with Cirque so she took me on as her pet project wow. so I lost like 112 pounds how on hot tour. was she? she's pretty hot yeah that does very it. asexual I was gonna... <laughs> um, <laughs> asexual Russian chick uh, I was gonna say that, I don't know why you put the other activity first yeah. a really hot girl said I want to make you my personal project you said okay yeah unfortunately so... <laughs> although uh, this is no I cannot tell any of these stories on okay here. so let's uh, let's we'll move on so <laughs> just um... cannot do it yep so you've been in Cirque's fold for longer than five the, years. Five years. Yeah. Okay. So you did that. You toured for a year, and then you came yeah. over to Mister. Uh, we yeah. Um, unfortunately, Francois, who created the character of Baby Francois, passed away in 2012. Oh. Right. And uh, unbeknownst to me, I guess I was always on a really short list to be his replacement. Uh huh. And so he passed away in October. In November, I got a call to come to Las Vegas. I got, in November, I got an email to send a video of mm. my interpretation. Um, and then in December, I got a call to come to Vegas and do a live audition. 
And then December 24th, Christmas Eve, I got the call that I got the role. And then I was here January 3rd. We closed Salt and Banco after 20 years mm-hmm. on the 31st. And I was here on the 3rd of January to start. Um, I don't want to make you worried, but they just hired Paul for a show called Salty Bongos. Salty Bongos. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and uh... You know what's really getting me is that... Usually, normally it's in a, the show, it's a beachside clown act. <laughs> the beachside clown act, <laughs> and his bongos are his testicles. Yes, yes. and they are salty. Salty. Apparently, they got a, a medical report from your doctor, and then they hired Paul immediately. Yeah. <laughs> that's boy. We do have the same nether region problems, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Man, there's no containing the boys. They no. they got minds of their own. That was my biggest fear starting the show, is because I'm wearing a diaper. Yeah, and I have a enormous sack. Yeah. I mean, it's been called the angry hornet's nest. It's just, it's huge. <laughs> and my biggest fear was that... By me. Yeah. That By thing, the bees that inhabit it. Exactly. <laughs> that my balls were going to pop angry out about the when, hornets. I'm, when I'm on stage. Yeah. That was my biggest fear. And so I had special underwear made. I call them my Mormon underwear. Special underwear made that have re, that's basically a flesh-colored onesie. Yeah. yeah. That has a little package in front for the package. And really super tight elastic around the uh, legs. Yeah. So... Okay, so Miss Stare, yeah, everyone wants to know horror stories. So, yeah. ever hit anyone driving the golf cart? Almost. Okay, almost. I've never hit anything other than. Um, There's one part where you drive a golf cart through the audience. really, really fast, really fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we have it's really... nuts because it's such a throwaway moment that you watch it. You're like, did they really just fucking do it? <laughs> yeah, we have I mean, that's so fucking fast. dangerous. It's so fast. It seems so dumb. And I drive it the fastest. Everybody, they always tell me to slow down, but I I I am literally foot to the floor doing <laughs> doing the 35 miles an hour that that thing will do. Yeah, because I have to because through there's a, the audience, I have to come up a ramp to even get out to into the audience. Yeah, right? and if I'm not going full speed when I make that turn, my fat ass is not getting up that ramp because <laughs> there are no crew guys who are going to push me up there. I've got to have the momentum, and so I come out of the thing, and I'm doing a fucking Duke's a Hazard out of the out of the ramp. Yeah, boom, and I land. Um, <clears throat> almost. We have great. We have really great. We have. Have you ever not f- made the jump? Hmm? Have you ever fallen short of the jump? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's how you um, knew. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> um, it's a bad day. You have an audience member in the car with you, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So. If you don't, if you've never seen the show, sorry, am I should not be spoiling aspects of it. Oh no, it's fine. Okay, um, there's a door I have to go through. Yeah, the clearance on the door is three inches either side. Ooh. I don't wear my glasses on stage, and my eye, my right eye is conical shaped, so I can't wear contact lenses. Okay, so I'm basically driving blind ah. when I'm out there. So it's even more dangerous. Than so we it's even more dangerous. So what I do is I just close my eyes and pray that I make it through the slot. Okay. I line it up and I go, okay, here we go. (laughs) And usually everybody who's in the car with me sees this is coming and braces. They grab the handrail here. They push their feet into the floor. They, they know that we're going to go down a ramp. They know something's going to happen. Had this one, uh, gentleman who, um, might have been on some other stimulus. Okay. A little, Mm. little, uh, Thank you, Molly. thank you, the movie Knocked Up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody wanted you to take mushrooms and go yep. see that show. <laughs> yep. So he's, and he's also, I think, a perform, well, yeah, a performer and Russian, high as a kite. And as we turn the corner to go to the ramp, he decides to extend his leg completely above his head. Whoa. Like this. And I'm like, we're not going to make it through the door. He's a tall motherfucker. That mm-hmm. leg's going to get chopped off. Yeah. So I'm like, 
I'm hitting him. Put your leg down. Put your. I'm not mic'd at this point, so I can yeah. say anything I want. Put your leg down. So he puts his leg down, but as he as he's putting his leg down, we're hitting the ramp, and I've slowed down considerably, but I guess not enough. And we hit the ramp and land through. And and here's the thing. That ramp's only 12 feet long going down, but I have to make a sharp left and a sharp right to go around the people holding the curtains back for other people going on stage. Oh, once oh once you're, once you're through the yeah, hoop, so, there's maneuvering. To exactly. So we make it down the ramp fine. He bounces, and he's like, oh, this is fun. I'm like, okay, great. And I do the sharp left. Oh. Out he goes. <laughs> Fucking like a Dukes of Hazard maneuver. Just fling him out of the side. And I was like, wow. And he gets up and he's like, ah. And I'm like, okay, great. Fine. <laughs> Worst thing that's ever happened on the show is I broke a lady's wrist. Ooh. And that wasn't even driving the golf cart. And that wasn't even on purpose. Is uh, no, it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Worst thing that happened was on purpose. I decided, fuck it, I'm breaking this lady's wrist. Hey, she you, was a bitch. You guys have been on stage before. You know what it's like. I, yeah. Chinese woman laying down on the seats, falling asleep. <laughs> You want to go out and fuck a bitch up? <laughs> I just told my story about Paul calling just, out. Yeah, you weren't here when Paul. Paul yeah, saying, I'll show. fuck everyone in this room except for one. <laughs> <laughs> this woman pushed me beyond the limit on Saturday night. Oh, just drunk, chatty, just would not shut up for a good twenty minutes of the show. Full volume talk, uh, and finally, in my song, I'm like, I'm "Not gonna fuck you. Yeah. I'll fuck everybody in this room except for you." And it That's shut awesome. her up. It shut her That's up. That's awesome. And brought the house down. It, it was the fun. house that could have been. Yeah, the house was the they, house they was paying attention that bringing, to her anyway. Yeah, yeah. so I was like, "Fine." Why, why are you leaving away from the mic? I have to, to go tell pee. The story? <laughs> I have to go pay. So it's during the Red Ball Act, which is the opening. The, Mysterious, the only show that has a clown act opening the show. Right. Yes. And I shouldn't even say that. Because I'm not a clown in Mister, I'm considered a character. Sure, but but yeah, yeah. There's a, there's all these hierarchies. Of, yeah, it's weird. it's weird, right? It's weird. Um, Brian, who is our clown, who is 84 years old and pure genius. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Been yeah. with the company over 30 years. Um, just remarkable, and he has earned the title clown. So I am very happy to call myself a character. Great. Um, I'm yeah. doing the red ball acting. You know, I bounce out in the audience, and that's how I get my mama or papa for the for yeah. the shenanigans that go on. And I bounce out into the audience and. It bounces once and goes into the audience, just like it's supposed to. I guess a little frail old calcium-impaired <laughs> woman puts her hands up. Snap. Because this, this is not like... This isn't even a, a, a basketball. No, like, it's it, it, a giant... It weighs... I think we weighed it with air, and it's like... Because air weighs nothing, but they wouldn't believe me. They said, it's got to weigh more with air in it. <laughs> Really? <laughs> I shit you not. And this is not. This is this. These are people who are, are in charge of things. Yeah. And like, well, we but put more air. Scientists. We put more air in it, so we got to weigh it again. I mean, air does weigh something, but we're in it. Yeah. But so constantly, relatively, yeah. it weighs nothing. Yeah. Relative <laughs> to us, it weighs nothing. So the ball is. It's one of those. Um, Exer balls, but it's the biggest one they make. Sure, and it's overinflated for me. When I got when I got to the audition, the live audition for the show, um, I get out on stage and I stand next to the ball that the baby girl who who is my backup was using. And the first thing the director says is, "Oh, we're going to need a bigger ball." Ah, uh, yeah. And so same ball, just You're like I brought one. You're in luck, Don's Johnson. So you whipped your testicle at this old lady and broke her wrist. How'd you know I only had one testicle? You've been talking out of school again. No. Do you only have one testicle? Yeah. But you have a huge nutsack. 
Yeah. Like it's it's just constantly compensating, like making room for more, hoping well, one will stumble in. I physically in. have Hopeful. two testicles. Okay. Um, only one of them is uh, organic to my body. Okay. Oh, okay. So emotionally, you have a testicle. <laughs> emotionally, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, you have a prop. You have a prop within your nutsack. It's um, yeah. It's actually serves a purpose. I, I didn't. I didn't think it was purposeless. Yeah. Well, it, not just making me look good and sexy and attractive. Okay. It uh, regulates the temperature of my urine so I can pee. Oh. Mm. Okay. How exciting. I know. Did you lose a testicle? Or were you born with a testicle? I lost a testicle. Cancer or a bike accident? Neither. Bike okay. cancer. Karate tournament. Bike, bike cancer. cancer. <laughs> my bike had cancer, and I donated my testicle to my bike so that they Tried to live. save it, and it didn't work. It didn't take. It was, and that chemotherapy cost me a fucking fortune. <laughs> you get charged a lot for humans. Oh, bike Jesus. chemo is insane. Yeah. It is crazy. Because otherwise, regular chemo would just spark up like a microwave. Yeah. You, can't, you can't put a bike in a, in a regular chemo machine. And then the, it lost all its air. It was horrible. Yeah. It's a chemo machine. Uh, do you want to? You don't have to tell me. If oh, you no, know it's a great story. I lost it doing my art. Okay. I was in a production of Our Town when I was 16 years old. <laughs> and I ran, again, running, not for fat guys. Running not for fat guys. Of course, I was, I was, I was a 16-year-old young kid. You went running. I ran off stage. And Did we some... say on air that you're in a boot right now? Or do we say that off air? I think we said it on air. But we, okay. we, said, we said torn Achilles. But yeah, 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 torn Achilles. So yeah, he's he's, in, a, he's in a walking boot. I'm in a okay, boot. Good. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Go, go um, ahead. You're running in our town. Yeah, running, running off stage in our town, and somebody had placed a chair where it never was before, and I ran ball first right into it and oh. smashed it oh. whoa yeah you smashed your own ball against a chair and lost it yeah it 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 it, it, it erupted exploded yeah. yeah and then the, i think that's where the stretching of the sack came into right. play swell okay. up yeah. and then oh right yeah Do you still it. have testicle shards throughout your nuts <sighs> i think i still have testicle shards in there now right. that's it's a 16 year old that has to be so traumatic yeah, yeah. What happened to the person that put the chair there? Um, nobody owned up to it. Nobody messed oh, up to it. I would have found out. And I was working. <laughs> I, I was working at a theater company out. that was called. They were calling it Ashland of the South. Mm-hmm. Um, it was in uh, Salinas, California, the Western Stage. And at that point in time, in the history of that theater, it was a great place to work. We were doing thirteen shows a season. Whoa! Three shows in repertory on the main stage that were all musicals, and ten shows in repertory in the studio theater, which is a little hundred seat black box. Yeah, wow. and everybody did everything. Yeah, yeah, that's and it was, great. That, and that's where I learned my chops in this business. I was going to say that's a that's a muscle structure oh, right there. And that's it was a, that's it a was great summer stock. And I was doing everything te- you do just sounds so immersive. Yeah, <laughs> do it. Just get in there and fucking do it. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I'm a firm believer that you don't do anything half assed except sex. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm like Paul. Because you always want them to think they can do something better. Well, I'm like Paul. I won't sweat during sex. Fuck it. I'm not going to sweat during sex. I swear it's so You're going to ride me. Birth. I'm going to fall asleep. That's, That's how it's going to work. I make terrible bourbon, but I try way too hard. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, I sweat uh, during sex, mostly from nervousness of asking whether or not we can do that or not. Yeah. That's where most of my sweating takes place. Like, are we going to? Is it happening? <laughs> oh, humana, oh, humana, humana. It's, it's, it's all priests. It's all pre-sex sweat. Um, so okay so magic was magic your main deal before Cirque yes um, magic and acting I started magic when I was 13 who is your mentor ooh that's a tough one Um, because you didn't have YouTube clips then no it's all autodidactic it was all self taught 
Um, yeah. Was there a book? Was there a, a pamphlet that fell into your life? What what happened? And what does so, autodidactic mean? Self-taught. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. So let's revert back to when I told you that my father was the principal of my school. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's the story. My I got suspended from school for fighting. <laughs> good. My father suspended me. Were you and generally a, uh, a big guy even no, then? No, I was a latchkey kid, and I didn't blossom until I was 13, after okay. the parents divorced. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I was a tall kid, um, but I didn't get big until 13, 14. Okay. So uh, my father punishes me, and by punishment, he sends me to the local library, mm-hmm. where I have to do uh, from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m., which is when I was at school. Right. And I have to do three book reports a day, and I was suspended for a week. Three book reports a day. And then when I came home from three to six, when he got home, I would go out into the backyard and dig holes that had to be three feet round by three feet deep. Jeez. And then he would come home and inspect them with a tape measure and make sure they were. And then he would make me fill them up. And then the next day I would have to dig again. In a different place. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm familiar. While, while I was at the. Did uh, this fight, did this stop you from fighting? No. Okay. It wasn't my fault that got in a fight. Ah. Uh, my father had suspended this girl's brother. And she attacked me on the playground and punched me in, in the face. Uh-huh. And so I punched her back in the face. Uh, yeah, but you don't hate girls, I guess. Yeah. So, Lesson learned, you dig holes for them to fall into. <laughs> and then you hide the bodies. <laughs> you encourage them to run, and they hurt themselves. You encourage them to run, they tear their Achilles, then they're the weakest of the herd, and then you have your way with them. <laughs> So at the library, at the public library, um, I realized this that, is this is your tape. You now cannot run for president. Yeah, I, oh Actually, no! If you run for president, <laughs> no. we lose our jobs. No, that's, clear, what, that's the way this works. That's, clearly, that's, that's apparently how that works. Clearly, you way. can run for president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can run for president. <laughs> just this tape will make us lose our jobs. Right. That's what will happen. I, Although I think we get ten million dollars, though. <laughs> that's true. So I that. realized what this election. Oh, I don't want to divert. There. No, no, I'm going to yeah. divert for a second because I realized what it is after re-listening to some of my favorite podcasts. Mm-hmm. If Trump is elected president, mm-hmm. this whole country becomes a very large GameStop. <laughs> yeah. And we're all standing in our places, pretending to do things at gunpoint until we're eventually led into a back room and shot in the head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not, a, not an unapt analogy. Anyway. You're digging holes. <laughs> yeah, digging holes. No, I, I, at the public library, <clears throat> I realized that I, I, I was always a smart kid. I was in gate, which... It was originally called Mentally Gifted Minors. It was for kids with high high IQs. And that's why I was getting in trouble, because I had high IQ. And I, I was, did GEM, yeah. Gifted Education Module. And so... You were truly outrageous in that program, weren't you, Paul? Totally, man. It was unstoppable. <laughs> Glamour, glitter, fashion, fame, the whole fucking thing. <laughs> Sorry, do not... Are you remembering the joke? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm just surprised that you were able to recall that oh, so quickly. Oh, how long do you think it's been since I've watched Jim? Like an hour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> seriously. Now, seriously, I, I marathon that shit. I but watch it were, a lot. But you were. We all masturbate to our own shit. I tell don't you what, we? it's so. It's so much better now than it mm. ever was when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It's so good, and some of them are really good episodes. Oh, Chrissy yeah. Marks. <laughs> Chrissy you say Marks really good. Chrissy Marks wrote a lot of great stuff. She not only wrote for Jim, she wrote Keep for going. G.I. Joe. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I can't wait till the Powerpuff Girls come now. on. Oh. Look at RJ. Don't look at RJ. Look at RJ. No. Look at RJ. J- All right. 
She's going to reveal herself to Rio. Yes! Jericho and Jim are finally the same person. No more double life. Her dreams are realized. Damn, I love Jim. Yeah. But you were in Gay Athletes Treated Excellently. <laughs> yes. Gay Athletes Treated Excellency. Waited my time, Matt. Yes. That was good. And so... I was. A, I did have it before the masturbation. I, I was. I was a quick. I was a quick reader, a quick study. I. I. I excelled at school, so I realized that by ten a.m. I could have my three book reports done. Okay. Oh, sure. Because I would write. I would write them on books that I've already read. Because I've read almost everything in a little, really one room public library in Greenfield, okay. California. So I just started checking out of the books, and I checked out a magic book called *The Art of Magic* by T. Nelson Downs. Uh-huh. And I was like, and it's an old book. I mean, yeah. it's, it's talking about you know hinges. Those on, are the best ones. Yeah, but it's 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 weird because it's it's all it was all the old magic apparatus, two the, the mechanical stuff. Yeah, the uh, what's that? Uh, the the orange. Oh, the, tree? the the uh, anim, uh, animatron, not animatronic, uh, automaton. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah ton- it was that stuff. It was and... it was a, a soldering a pin to a, a coin so you could hook it on somebody. It was a, installing a hinge on another coin. It was weird shit. Have the uh, captain two nickels, one boot, Captain yes. Cook ghost <laughs> or whatever. The the holograms. Pepper's stuff? ghost. Pepper's ghost. Sorry, Pepper's ghost. You Captain th- Cook's ghost. You were thinking Captain Morgan and Doctor Pepper's. I was the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could go for one of those right now. Mm, Captain, high school. I'll Captain, take those until I see ghosts. Uh, yeah. Well, a Captain Morgan's ghost. That'd be a. <laughs> yeah. I'm back and I'm spicy. I've had a night. Oh, boy. Somebody put my leg down. Jesus. <laughs> Somebody get me fucking RJ. Oh, I'm not really here. <laughs> Yar. Tis a mirror. Okay. So Go you, back. That was my second book. When did you fart? The blue one? No, the black and white one with the handkerchief. Oh. That one. The Art of Magic by Neil Nelson Down. That was the first book. That was it. Oh, was that one and not the, not, not, the, not the red one? No, no, no. My library didn't have fancy books. Okay. I think it's the same book. I think it's just different cover. Yeah. So, before, you obviously, you took your magic show to a uh, to the festivals. Was that before Cirque, would you, did you want to be like a Vegas magician? Did no. You, want... you know what? It's, it's... No. Um, I was always very happy just doing my comedy magic, and my magic was very translatable. It was I, I I was very lucky that growing up and doing magic, I belonged to a group called the Monterey Bay Saharines, which was one of the oldest magic fraternities in California. Okay, I was the youngest member by fifty years. Okay, all these guys were old magicians. They weren't necessarily my mentors. So you jerked your way in there as well. Exactly, you know, Stroked just it little, right in. Yeah, it was a little like Abra, Abra Bukaki. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> Abra Bukaki. Uh, I wish I had the guts to make that the episode title, but uh, I don't. That that just needs to be our fucking road show. <laughs> Abra Bukaki. Paul Mattingly is the ringmaster at Abra Bukaki. Ice cream social in your face. Salty bongos, the clown. (laughs) Uh, Who's that fucking magician? Oh, why is my my brain not working? Uh, The guy with the the rainbows. Doug Henning. If Doug Henning were still around, he would be doing Abra Bukaki. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. It's time for a little Abra Bukaki. Welcome to the world of magic. Magic. All over your face. Dreams. (laughs) Creamy dreams. So you you weren't necessarily always chasing a particular 
I made a commitment to myself when I was 17 that I would always be in the entertainment industry. I would always be on stage somewhere, whether it be acting, whether it be magic, whatever it is. You just want to do it. Because that's where my that's where my passion was. That's where my heart was. That's why, I mean, I my first professional show was 12, 13 in a trailer park in Soledad for 25 bucks. And I remember the feeling I got when I got laughs and applause. And that was it. I was done. It yeah. was over for me. That's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Was there ever pressure on you to do anything else? Oh, yeah. My... <laughs> I can't tell you how many countless conversations I had with my family about getting a real job. What did they imagine for you? My dad wanted me to be a professional. My dad played professional football. Uh, okay. In 56, 57. He wanted me to be a football player. Did you play okay. high school sports? Did you excel at I them? I played high school sports. I played college sports. Fucked up my knee in college doing theater. Mm. <laughs> dad was so if, proud. If there's any proof that you should have played sports, it's the amount of theater injuries you have had. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you lost a knee, a nut. I yeah, mean, what more signs do you need? <laughs> uh, it's funny because I was just singing show tunes on the way over here and I'm like oh god that makes me sound so gay but well, no I, I'm going to be with Matt it's okay um, <laughs> I'm encouraging dick art dick art it's true. did yeah. you get my dick art yes it's up it's up it's on I the dick aroma it's on there oh that was so much you, fun uh, you do have an enormous nutsack <laughs> <laughs> thank you and it's black with purple arms <laughs> it's the dick aromas are just you were very Fast excited to, to give the dickorama. You were psyched. I was psyched. I'm like, it, it, I looked at some of the things that were on the on the um, very expensive website, and uh, it, it, yeah, I rubbed one out or two. Sure, because um, <laughs> that guy with the toys on the women's. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And did you see the one where it's the naked woman at the is the is the is the skyline in the back with her little vulva is like the 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 wizard sleeve of death. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. There's some great photos. I missed that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Just Google Wizard Sleeve of Death. (laughs) (laughs) It'll come up with a picture of my ex-wife. This is uh, twenty-five website uh, dot com slash dicks. Yes, the number twenty-five thousand dickorama or dickorama dot com. And password fuckface or facefuck. Yeah, right. (laughs) RJ's on top of it. Yeah, he knows. Uh, do you want to uh, wait? Were we in the middle of thing? Wait, I'm gonna ask you if you want to stick around for scoop now. You want to stick around for scoop now? I want to stick around for the whole thing. I okay. want to know uh, how much I'll... the ball weighed. We never, we never heard how much the ball weighed that broke the woman's wrist. Oh, it's only, it only weighs like seven and a half pounds. Is that with or without air? <laughs> <laughs> Both. <laughs> I, I not only want to sit through scoop now, but I want to play. I want to. I want to. I want to play. Um, um, Jack vs. Uh, Nerd. No. Um, no. Three. Uh, uh, triple threat. Oh, oh yeah. Oh sure. Oh. Or whatever you have in store. Oh, we've got, yeah, we've got, got triple threat. We got all that. We got yeah. all that. RJ, you can. Of course, you stick around for it all, my friend. <clears throat> Full ride. As, 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 not only do we want to have you on, but as a fifty dollar patron, we we have to. No, you don't. This. You don't because you, I realize that um, you. I don't. I hate crowd crowdfunding and yes. crowdsourcing. I hate it. I hate it because everybody who has done it, I've only I've only supported two two things. I've supported Penny Pivots and her show. Yes, and right. you guys. But all of my magician friends and That's one and, really good one. Yeah, <laughs> Penny's show was great. I <laughs> see yeah. um, Penny's show was legendary. It was I, legendary. I find that, and I can't believe that happened. Oh, it was, so, oh, it was remarkable. Yes, but to my magic friends and stuff out there who are do who helped me get to Edinburgh. No, fuck you. Pay your way. <laughs> help, help me. Help me produce my show. No, fuck you. You're selling tickets. Yeah, that that blows my mind yeah. that I have friends who get a deal on a theater space anyway. They're they're paying a ridiculously low amount of money for a theater space. They're charging twenty five, thirty five dollars for a ticket, and they want me to give them money so they can produce. Fuck you. Okay. There you go. What's That's the a... difference with us 
Why does it feel different? Don't ask. I don't want to do the math. I don't want him to figure it out. Because you guys made it very simple and plain from the beginning that I'm going to get nothing for my money. There it is. I'm going to get nothing for my money, whether I give it or not. Yep. So I might as well give it. And the fact that I like to see you guys do good. I mean, God, you, you fulfill so many people's fantasies by just sitting in chairs and talking. Right. You listen to the scoop mail. You hear what comes in. You got, you've got these people so suckered. No, no. Yeah. Oh no. The people from Australia love you. That's true. This what is... is up with that? I don't know. I had dinner with some Australians last night. Yeah, they were so That's nice. Great. We got to meet them in person. Meet uh, met Miss, Mrs. Johnny Australia. Miss Johnny Australia. And, oh, Australia. Got to go gamble with Miss Johnny Australia. Not the not the Cards Against ICS. Yeah. I, cards Against ICS. Yeah. yeah. The cards Against ICS okay. made by Graham. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. another. That's another Australian. Aussies, Aussies yeah. tend to be pretty aggro, pretty pretty hetero dudeish, but uh, for some reason we appeal to them, and I don't know why. We're we're very unmanly, even for Americans. I don't oh, know. and by the way, I even though I am a scoop, I don't have a scoop name. What the fuck? I think you guys should help me decide one. I think. Well, that's that's right. Let's just let's put it in the hands of the listeners, right? So, yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah. idea. You've learned a lot about RJ. I thought about doing Baby Scoop because you know I'm a baby. Yeah. Big I Baby thought, Scoop, yeah. Because I'm an actor, I was going to do Gary Scooper. Good. I like Gary Scooper. Gary Scooper. Rockabye Sweet Baby Scooper. Um, <clears throat> I think uh, just Abrabukaki needs to be <laughs> Abrabukaki. Abrabukaki. I would. I would. I would I'm, I'm, let's get up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let the listeners chime in. Are yes. you, do you have a Twitter? Uh, yes. Do you know what it is? At Magic Fun Guy. Magic Fun Guy, like spelled like M A G I C F U N G I. Okay, because well, like, I you. love my psychotropics. Okay, great, good, so, magic, right. fun magic fun guy. So mention hey scoops and magic fun guy, and uh, and then you can uh, and name, give him a scoop name. Yep, there you go, or, and we can register it. Scoop delicious. Let's get into some scoop mail. <clears throat> Message for you, son. From Scandy, the Scoopopotamus. Dear Matt, Paul, and Jacob, and RJ. If the machine has not become self-aware and killed us all by the time the, uh, this gets to the air, I have a story about how I came to be the biggest douche in all of Canada. Whoa. <laughs> Which is like the one millionth douche in America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's not even a very big douche. Um, it's like, yeah, I don't even yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, so there I was with my family at our local uh, wildlife park, like a zoo, but with mostly just animals native to this part of Canada. I was grateful for the chance to sit and rest for a while with my son, age four. Uh, he decided to chase the ducks around, I presume uh, with the intent of fucking them. <laughs> I should mention here that I had had a vasectomy just a few days earlier and was still a little tender. Oh, no. I don't like the direction this story just turned. Uh, I wasn't in any real pain, but I was uncomfortable and on edge from having done so much walking that afternoon. If I, After could, about... if I could sing a song from Our Town right now, I would, but I don't know any. <laughs> Does Our Town have music? Amazing Grace is in there. There you go. Yeah. Our Town's not really musical. Oh, okay. no. Yeah. It's mostly just a man with a broom telling you how it's going to be. Yeah. No, it's like... the Pepperidge Farm guy. Ah. Yeah. Ah, back in my day. I didn't see you there. Yep. Oh, hello. Yeah, it's like a minimalist you... set. It's usually two ladders and like yep. a table. Do you know my friends, Barles and James? <laughs> uh, after about 10 minutes of nonstop duck chasing, my son tripped over a root and fell. Oh, Ooh. no. Being four years old, the crying began immediately. I wasn't worried. Kids fall all the time, and it was soft ground that he landed on. Nonetheless, I decided to go over and help him up. <clears throat> As I'm walking over to check the damage, I see three adults near my son. No big deal. Until one of them points at my son 
and starts to laugh loudly. Already on edge from the discomfort of walking around for hours just a few days after having my balls cut into by a, uh, by a strange man, something primal kicked in. Oh, yeah. I wanted to murder the woman. How dare she take pleasure in the pain of my child? I'm not a friendly looking person. Uh, six, six foot three, uh, 255 pounds, shaved heads, and dressed all in black. And I start to give her my best death stare. I restrained myself from doing anything more as I approached my kid and went into major daddy mode, giving him a hug and kissing his uh, chin better. But as my wife joined us, I decided to let loose a little. A little. In a voice uh, loud enough for the three onlookers to hear, I say to my wife, the boy fell, he's fine, but someone laughed at him. What kind of asshole laughs at a little kid in pain? <laughs> Uh-oh. Fair. Fair enough. I I, they're not laughing at that. They're laughing at something else. What is it? Having vented a little, I felt better. The trio started to move on, and I decided that we'd just go in a different direction uh, to avoid the situation. But then they stopped. They turned around. I saw a man and a woman with gray hair and an adult woman around my age, and I see it. The one who laughed at my kid was a person with an intellectual disability. Oh, no. I think Down syndrome. Oh, no. Out for a walk in the park with her parents. And I just loudly called her an asshole. I instantly regretted what I had said and felt pretty douchey. But it gets worse. Oh, no. <laughs> this is... Oh. You're already the biggest douche in Canada. This yeah. is David Brent, so far. Yeah. Levels of- I don't know why he's worried. She's a waterhead. She didn't know what he said. Oh. <laughs> See, that doesn't even make him even in the top ten biggest douches in America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That doesn't even come close. You wouldn't even be the biggest douche in the room. It's true. <laughs> but it gets worse. Then the older woman, looking like the kindest grandmother in the world, started walking toward my oh, wife and son no. with a small bag in her hand. Oh, no. Of her daughter's poop. Yeah. <laughs> without my <laughs> daughter's poop. Without her way at all. Saying, I'm a, sorry. And yeah. a card from a small French circ recruiter. <laughs> I, I like, like your poop. Look. I like your poop. <laughs> I like your son's look. I like your poop's look. <laughs> Without looking at me at all, she asked if we'd like the bag for our kids. It contained dried corn for feeding the ducks. What kid wouldn't like that? Now I felt like the biggest douche in the history of douches. Instead of getting angry and calling me out as a judgmental ass, she was overly sweet and kind to my family. I did the only thing I think that a man can do. Smack that girl. (laughs) I avoided all eye contact and walked briskly away from my own family until the three of them were out of sight. I I overinterpreted her gesture and began eating the corn out of her bag. (laughs) Thank you for the corn. (laughs) I I apologize. Thank you, my special needs girl. It's better than eating the corn out of her poop. (laughs) I felt like an ass for the rest of the day, and rightly so. It's rare for me to confront people, even in a passive-aggressive way like Listen, that. ma'am, mister, I'm sorry I insulted your daughter. I'm very, I, my balls. My balls are huge right now. I've been on peas. I've had frozen peas on them all day. I, I, my nuts hurt. I'm sorry. And the one time I confronted <laughs> someone, I fucked it up gloriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, have you? Have any of you ever lost your cool and instantly regretted it like this? Nope. Love, <laughs> love the podcast. Thanks for hours of great entertainment, Sandy the Scoopopotamus. Sorry, Sandy, you're the only one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting better at this, but I still have my moments. But I'm getting a lot better at this. Uh, I'm probably on the higher end of the bell curve. I, I've, I've gotten, I, I used to be a lot better at it. Yeah. This last year, I've gotten worse at it. And Matt, part of it you, is you what he's changed any cars today. 
Part of no, I, yeah, Days Without Incident seven. Um, <laughs> Wait a second, chucking change. Uh, last week I threw change at someone out of my car in anger. Did you not listen to that episode yet? No, last week my car got pelted with change. It was not, oh. <laughs> it was not you. <laughs> you, you drove through, white BMW. <laughs> 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 He's white, got you. White BMW guy in a wig. So th- there I am. I'm going. I'm off to go to buffet. I'm, I'm off to have dinner. I'm wearing my buffet disguise because I can't sure. go out like this. No, no, I understand. My buffet disguise. We all because you're banned from other buffets. Yeah. Look at me. That would be the logical choice. And out of nowhere, fucking dollar fifty-seven hits my fucking car. Oh shit. And you're like, hey, tip for the buffet. Exactly. I did actually give him a look of total fear and panic. <laughs> um, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Why are Canadians so nice? I don't know. Even this guy being a douche was nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. is fine. This is not that big of a deal. I mean, I, yeah. Like I, get I, said, it, I get it because of being a parent. Like I, it's like some well, everyone jokingly tagged me that video of the Chuck E. Cheese riot, right? All right. <laughs> and I said that like that doesn't surprise me at all. Places where I am a biggest asshole right. are at kids' playgrounds and fucking right. uh, uh, you know Chuck E. Cheese in those places. Because yeah, fuck with me, I can I can try to be the bigger man. If you fuck with my kid, yeah. I get rage, and I don't care how old you are. Well, we talked about it on the show. The, yeah. the kid that the kid that hit one of our friends' kids in the face yeah. with a with a, a skee ball ball, and Funny. I mean. Watching watching that happen and watching the parent be very unsympathetic about it and, and yeah. really not do anything about it. I was like, if that were my kid, I would be very, very angry. I was angry at yeah. just one of my friend's children. And I was I would I would have been very, very upset if that had been one of my kids. Yeah. See, I really don't like kids, so I probably wouldn't come to the defense. I don't have any that I know of. But in the mic, Archie. There's a microphone. Oh, I'm sorry, use it. Speaking, yeah, yeah. Speaking go ahead, of go children, ahead and use that. Speaking of children, have, Johnny Jovis, use you have a microphone. Paul's, you have Paul's mic technique. <laughs> Oh. Um, yes, I was. Yes, I don't have children, and I, I, even my my nieces and nephews, I, I've been a horrible uncle. Yeah. I just, yeah, it's it's. I, I, I can't. I mean, I, I commend you for even you know having progeny. You're welcome. I did a lot of work. To I'm make sure it you did. Up, oh, oh, done. I should have pulled. Uh, uh, Oh, Matt is very sweaty. <laughs> I can't believe it happened, Kiki. <laughs> I just, I, I am so terrified. I don't, I, I couldn't raise a child. Yeah. Uh, in, in especially in today's society, but just uh, because of my own selfishness as an adult. Yeah. I don't think I could. I would. I would forget about them. I would leave them somewhere. That it's it, there's there's horror stories about people forgetting they had kids in certain locations. Oh, I bet that is awful. That it, like makes like it just turns your stomach. Uh, but yeah, that happens. It's awful. The only time I ever unloaded on somebody was during a show. I'm doing I'm doing my burlesque show in San Francisco, and I do this part where I have somebody select a card and I fan the cards in front of them. And this is the international symbol for pick a card, any card. Sure, yeah. you know that. Yeah. And I go, go ahead, man, pick a card. Doesn't pick a card. I'm like, go ahead, man, pick a card. Doesn't pick a card. I'm like, what are you fucking blind? Pick a card. Oh. <laughs> oh. She's fucking blind. <laughs> Friends of someone in the cast sitting in the front row because she was literally blind. Oh. Well, what better place to put her? Yeah. Well, that's what I said. I said uh, as coming Put her off, in the back. So put her in a shitty seat. I'm like, why did she even shuffling? come to the fucking show? You're going to hear burlesque? Awesome. That's fantastic. <laughs> just, just saxophone music turns yeah. them on. <laughs> Here, I'll buy you a fucking, you know, a CD of the of the stripper. <laughs> 
just keep, just keep, just pay, just have a, have a PA just whip her with a boa. There's a boa. I mean, she's fucking blind. We could have put her in the hallway and had that, had that happen. Yeah, just play that music and, and drop feathers on exactly. her. Exactly. Yeah. What a show! What a show! What a show! I'm typing a Yelp right now. That's a calculator, Cindy. <laughs> Don't Just, tell her! That's... <laughs> It's just a, <laughs> it's just a, it's just a, it's just a, it's just a golf cart being driven through the audience at 35 miles an hour. Wee! <laughs> uh, I almost got in a fight last week. I forgot to talk about it at a strip club. Well, the, I think that automatically makes you. An well, asshole. we know Glitter Gulch is closed, so where were you? At uh, at Hustler in the parking lot. Oh God! Walk, uh, that is a filthy place. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> that is a dirty it's, place. It's horrible. But we went there they for a friend's really birthday. They have a really good buffet, though. <laughs> yeah, they do. The, the, the Larry Flint got a good buffet? He got a good yeah. buffet. All right. Well, if someone is passionate about food, it's Larry Flint. There you yeah. go. What, is, what happened? Yeah, this, this guy in the parking lot, uh, we, were, we were leaving, and uh, everyone was a little inebriated, and there was some guy in the parking lot who was very inebriated <sighs> that we had seen in the parking lot when we got there about two hours earlier. Oh, he's still lost? And he was just like... In there, and he kept trying to come in, and they wouldn't let him in. Uh, he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that guy. And uh, so he yells at one of our friends and uh, call, calls her ugly. So oh. it says, you know, you're, you're an ugly bitch or something something along those lines. Something mean. And, uh, and it was... A charmer. It, and this was the friend whose birthday it was. Oh. And she was she was upset about this. Oh. And she starts to go at it. Like So she, she starts to charge him. And so I grab her, and I just turn her around. I say, no, no, no we're, we're leaving. We're having, we're having a good night. We're leaving. We're Kick going on the Achilles. Leave her for the herd. Exactly. <laughs> and then the guy comes comes over to me. Oh no! And he, he's like, "You ugly bitch!" Yeah. <laughs> and so I charged him. <laughs> no, he comes over to me and starts saying stuff to me, and I say, "Look, man, nice no, goatee, Zena, yeah. the warrior princess." <laughs> I was like, Jacob is a very attractive lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes over to me and, and starts yelling at me and I say look man we're leaving we're on our way out and uh, this is partially to toot my own horn because I can't believe like how remarkably calm I have become when people confront me right, we, talked yeah, about the, we talked about the guy in the car the other day like I don't know what has happened to me but I have become calm in these situations Zen. and uh, and so probably he said a lack of testosterone from the probably <laughs> low T yeah <laughs> And, uh, so he starts yelling at me, and I say, "Look, we, you know, we're we're leaving. We're on our way out. Whatever, man. You do your thing." And he like he cocks his fist back. What? He like full on cocks his fist back. And I look at him, and I kind I kind of crouched a little bit. Yeah. And I, and I looked at him. I said, "Don't do that." And he went, "What?" I said, "Don't do that." So what are you talking about? I said, "Don't hit me." Conf- goes, confront people with logic, and it really fucks. It them does. Up. Yeah. And he, he, I go. I said, "Don't hit me." And he kind of just stopped and stuttered, and we walked away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Making, should, but I really people in anger use logic. I, I the really thing. thought that he was drunk enough that it, that it was not going to work, and I was yeah, about to be yeah. in a fight. I love, I love it when. People... And, and, and in fairness, I was internally, I was enraged yes. and ready to tear this person apart. Yeah, yeah. And then you got in the car, and you're still a little like, yeah, "Fuck, yeah. I should have oh, destroyed I, that." Person. I was, I was very angry at the time, yeah. but but somehow it, it stayed inside. Once you pull the "we might fight" trigger, it's very hard to get. Yeah, out it really of that. is. I love when people that fight or flight, and I, I don't have a good flight trigger. <laughs> I, I mostly fight. I love it when they inadvertently try, try to start a fight with me. Yeah. I had a, a road rage incident much akin to yours. Uh-oh. Um, Silver dollars. Ex- except <laughs> I, 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 this guy had pulled in front of me 
which is fine because as we all discussed, Las Vegas traffic, they, it's people, terrible. Yeah, he, he pulls he in. pulls in front of me, which is fine. I let him go and stuff, and then he uh, pulls over to the next lane. I'm like, oh well, okay, fine. So I speed back up and get in front of him, and he gets right on my tail and right on my ass, like so close that I can you know see how many nose hairs are protruding. Oh, yeah. And so we stop at the stoplight, and he pulls up beside me. He's like, "You want to go?" Oh, jeez. And I'm like, "Where?" He's like, "You want to fight?" I'm like, "Let's just pull over to the side of the road and discuss this." So I pull off to the side of the road. <laughs> Let me step he, out of my vehicle. Because that, I—that's my game. That pretty yeah, much yeah, that's yeah. it. He pulls in behind me. He gets out of his car and starts walking up to my car. I undo my seatbelt. I open my door. I stand out, and I'm a good foot and a half taller than him. I'm like, "We got a problem?" He's like. We're good men. Turns around, gets in his car, and drives away. Yeah, that's a good move. I love that because being a huge motherfucker, it, I diffuse so much. But but also being a huge motherfucker, every drunk guy in the world wants to fight you. Yeah, yeah. Every, no matter where you are, coming out of coming out of after taking off makeup and costume, and coming. No, out of, uh, Penn talks about the same thing. He gets picked on all the time, not because he's a celebrity, because he's he's gigantic. Yeah, right. yeah. Ooh, celebrity! I got to use my suit of celebrity Did for you? the first time ever. For tomorrow night, I'm going to the debate. Oh, oh, oh man! Yeah. And you're like, hey, it's the big fucking baby from Mister. And they're like, right I, this way. I, even, I I tried. I went to. I, Are you I, gonna please, be the new Ken Bones? I was gonna say, please <laughs> wear a red sweater. Please wear the same red sweater. I, I, that's why I'm growing this out so I can shave it down. Um, boy, you guys saw his Reddit post, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he likes boy. Brazilians, uh, Brazilian Asian girls. Yes, he does. Brazilians, Brazilians. Yeah. So um, no, I, I called a local a local politician that we have who is in, in, in love with me, and I said, I really want to go to the debate. Is any way you can help me out? Oh, for you, sure, no problem. Oh, nice. Boom. Yeah. So that's I, I use my pseudo celebrity for that uh, something. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm not even using it like a sizzler or anything, but I use it for that. I'm using uh, it to that's a good one. Your civic chicks duty. chicks have baby fetishes. Oh my God! Do they have baby fetishes? Yeah. Have you told any stories? I have not. <sighs> take out, take out the music on this. <laughs> Actually, this is kind of appropriate porn music. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody has baby fetishes. I'm not just going to limit it to chicks. I've had two stalkers, both of them male. Uh huh. Um, one of which I use as a papa because he looked like Roger Daltrey sitting in the front row. Sweat house. And music so for you, my take friend. Take the sweat house. When I jumped. Well, <laughs> when I jumped in the front row because I don't have my glasses on I really don't see anybody until I'm right on them and so from about five feet away this guy looks like Roger Daltrey and I'm like he's my papa if I can get Roger Daltrey to be my papa fuck yeah mm-hmm. so I jump down and he smiles and ooh not Roger Daltrey <laughs> but I still use him because it was I have this weird thing oh yeah suck it suck it now I got a little <laughs> reverb going <laughs> so I uh have this thing where I, I don't like to choose women in my mamas because I can't squirt them. Ah. Because I feel bad about squirting the women. Sure. That's really I have no I problem differ. squirting the men. So I um, choose him, use him. He ends up staying uh, after the show to get my autograph. Cool. Awesome. I, I, I'm, I'm very happy doing that. That's part of my job. Sure. And so I sign his thing, and uh, it's just on a Wednesday night. Come in on Saturday. And the box office person says, hey, did that guy find you? I'm like, what guy? Uh, he says it was your papa. He wanted you to sign something. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. So it's the same guy who had stayed an extra two days to have me sign another program for him. 
That's cool. Thank just God. another program. Just he another he program. didn't show up with something something else for you to sign? That was later. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> so that night after shows, I come out and uh, to the parking lot, uh, riding up the escalator, and he's at the door between the walkway and the parking lot, parking mm. garage, without anything to sign. He's like, hey, I'm coming back to see the show tomorrow night. And I thought maybe you and I can work on something when you pick me to be your papa. Oh. Okay. Oh, what, what did you have in mind? Well, you know, like we can work on an act. I'm like, oh, see, no. See, I, I don't actually choose the pop. I let the ball. And I go through, tell him my whole, my whole process. Yeah. He's like, all right, well, I'm going to be in the same seat if you, if you see me tomorrow. So I get in the elevator and I mean, they call my company manager. I'm like, Fix this. stalker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this and, guy who's going to be in this seat, he should yeah. not be in this seat. <laughs> yeah. And so she, they refunded his money for the seat, saying that, they'd, saying that they'd oversold, you know, what have you. Yeah. He was there the next night when it came out. And so security escorted him off, and it was weird. Um, he, he was just one of two male stalkers. The women, on the other hand, there are so many women that have baby fetishes. I mean, just and it's weird. I I, 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 understand kink. I get kink. I know what causes pe- people's Twinkies to get tickled. So come out after the shows, and there's a gaggle of girls, women, probably mid twenties, maybe early twenties to mid twenties, um, and they ask me for an autograph, and I sign it, and they're all, can we get pictures? Of course, you can get pictures, whatever. And the one girl says, "Hey, we're all gonna go grab a drink. You want to? Can we buy you a drink?" I'm like, "Sure." So we walk to the bar in um, in Treasure Island there, and we're sitting there having a drink, and everything's cool. We're talking about life. They want to know about Cirque and so on and so forth. And uh, they said, well, we're all going to go to a club. You want to come with us? I'm like, no, nah, I'm not really. I, I don't dance. I'm not into clubs. I don't like the night, the, the, the club scene here in Vegas. The one woman, the w- woman who had taken particular interest in me, she's like, oh, okay. Well, you, you want to hang out with me? They, they can go on. I said, oh, okay, sure. So we hang out and finish our drink. She goes, we're staying right across, right across the street at the Bellagio. You want to come over? And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Because I'm, I'm seeing, I'm, I'm, I'm smelling what she's laying down. I'm seeing yeah. where this is going. So we walk over the bridge and get over to the Bellagio. Not the Bellagio, the um, Palazzo. Okay. And uh, yeah. the Bellagio, you got some rich chicks. Yeah. Yeah. No, Palazzo. Well, and quite the, a walk. We're the non rich. Yeah, because I would not walk to the Bellagio. <laughs> okay, that is the hike. That is yeah. not across the street, sir. So uh, uh, we get there and we get in the elevator and we start making out. Nice. Yeah. It was like high school makeout. It was. It was. Two teenagers on a prom night making out in it. Right, we're making out in the hallway. Fun. We're slamming each other up against the the the, the doors and stuff. Uh, Not very very style. But yeah, just regular. Yeah. Fun she gets she gets her key that in. Too. She we get in the door. So close the door. It's just like it's like one of those movies where she starts taking off my clothes. She's like, "Are you wearing it?" <gasps> oh! Am I wearing what? <laughs> Are you wearing the diaper? Um. I'm not. She goes, Why they, not? They keep said, that at the show. Yeah, I said it's a costume. I really don't wear it out. I mean, she's like, oh, oh I, I, I thought you were like. I thought. I mean, and I'm like, did you only ask me up here because I wear a diaper? She's like, well, yeah, that's. Give, give me a sheet and some safety pins. Yeah, and five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> she was hot enough for me to make excuses. So in my head, I'm going. Okay, this is going to be fine. This is going to be fine. I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm wearing boxers. We can kind of consider that like, you know, a man diaper. She's like, no, it's not the same thing. I have this real baby fetish. I want to, I want to like change your diaper. And so I'm like, 
Oh. oh. Change my diaper from, well, you know, I want you to make, and then I want you to make, make, yeah. make, make, <laughs> make what? She's like, I want, I mean, baby wipes. And I'm like, what? No, this is not happening. So I. She's pull- not hot enough for you to shit yourself. She No. I mean, very <laughs> That's few what people, you're saying. Very few we people are hot enough line. for me to shit yep. myself. We found a line. Yeah. Uh, I can name a few. Um, oh, yeah. There, there's a list. <laughs> but uh, she that's just crazy on the list. that she thought you just have that. Yeah, that I wear the diaper, and she's not the only one. I've, like I said, like a handful, five or six yeah. women of varying ages. One of the one of the more mature ladies was like in her sixties, who had a, a complete baby fetish. Wow. Yeah. Huh. And they as are, someone who's still changing two kids' diapers, I don't. You're not, you're not at turned all. on every time. <laughs> no. You don't just you don't change the diapers with just a raging hard on every time. <laughs> no, <laughs> not every time. And I went to my doctor to get the figure. I'm like, doctor, why aren't I hard every time <laughs> I do this? You're doing it wrong, son. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> that maybe is maybe the kids aren't shitting enough. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah. Maybe um, you should dress your boys in panty. Panty. Why don't you wear panty? panty. Um, let's get into some Jack versus Nerd, yeah. shall we? Oh, RJ, you're too late. Run! Nerd. Oh, oh shit, I'm here. God damn it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, okay, I'm going to pl- play... No, don't run. We know what happens when he runs. Yeah. <laughs> there goes the other Never Achilles. Never run. <laughs> Never run. I'm going to play Austria here. I'm going to play, you know, middleman. Yeah, well, yeah, all you right. figure it out. <clears throat> we all end up playing anyway. All right, from the Knickerbocker glory hole. <laughs> of course. It's historic. Jock versus Nerd, Regional Tragedies Edition. <laughs> to whom it may concern, what is comedy if not that old 80s cop show duo, Tragedy and Time? Yep. Here, I present to you the finest tragic questions I could find <laughs> with a Kentucky slash Jersey theme. <laughs> oh, boy. I hope this quiz doesn't offend anyone. In the words of the celebrated British Indian author of the Satanic Verses, Paul Mattingly, you have no right to... Not to be offended. <laughs> Have you seen the memeing leads are back? The memeing, are back. They're memeing. I thought Melania Trump had ganked your bit from you, but it's not, <laughs> not the case. Let's see how far we can take this and run with it. Good luck spinning these morbid tidbits into comedy gold. Here we go. Uh, questions to be answered uh, by both. One point per correct answer. Highest score wins. Duh. Oh, that means I have to keep score of shit. Okay. Great. Now I have a score chart. Okay. Uh, done. Question one. Uh, which is more, the number of people murdered by the Jersey-based serial killer John List or the number of toes lost by a 13-year-old girl in 2007 on the Superman Tower of Power ride at Six Flags Kentucky Kingdom? Oh, I like this. I like these questions right off the bat. Yeah. Well. So we don't know how many, or do we know how many toes that the girl lost? I'm pretty sure she lost both of her legs, so that would be 10 toes. <laughs> oh. So if, if, uh... This man killed more than 10 people. But it's rare that a serial killer gets higher than double digits. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say the girl. I'm going to say the girl also. Uh, I believe the serial killer had a short list, so I'm going to go with the girl as well. Nailed it. The girl. She lost, uh, indeed, uh, Cable whipped around, snapped around, and severed both of her feet. And uh, List killed his wife, mother, and three children. Uh, so he killed five people. I know my theme park accidents. <laughs> Especially my home, t- home I know uh, area. My serial killers. Uh, yikes. Um, okay. I don't, I don't call that a serial killer. I know. Right? I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah, you're killing family he's, he's at that point. He's a mass murderer, yeah. Where was this theme park at in Kentucky? Kentucky, yeah. Mm. Six Flags. Oh. 
Kentucky I Kingdom. Cost, I always thought it cost an arm and a leg to go there. I guess it just cost two feet. Just two feet. Now that used to be Kentucky is the place for me. Well, Was that always called Kentucky Kingdom? Yeah. Okay. Not it wasn't a Six Flags property for a long time. I worked there. I, I worked at Hurricane Bay. Because no, I I think that I, I want to say that the theme park that I worked at had a ride that they purchased from that theme park. Maybe before it was Kentucky Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, it was like it was Music called City Kentucky, or something like that. No, it was called Kentucky Kingdom. I, it it was Kentucky Kingdom. Maybe yeah, it wasn't. I don't know. I don't know. There, there was a, a roller coaster that this theme park that I worked at. They had bought it uh, with a discount because the roller coaster had malfunctioned. It stopped up, stopped while it was upside down. Right. And one of the restraints let yeah. loose. Yeah. And somebody died. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, this is what it's about. Yeah, because what you want to do is buy a discount roller coaster because somebody a, died on it. Dangerous park is dangerous. The problem with that ride was they used the wrong kind of wire. That was a tow cable. I should have known. known (laughs) Good old foot gauntlet. Question number two. What had the greater death toll? The Carrollton bus collision in 1988 or the number of uh, people killed by Jersey-based serial killer nurse Charles Cullen? That's the thing about these questions. There's no shortage of Jersey-based serial killers and mass murderers. It's Charles Cullen has the high, high rate. Yeah. It's Charles Cullen. There were, I think, in the 30s, killed in that bus crash. It was terrible. What was the first question? What was the first part? Uh, the Carrollton bus collision in 1988. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the bus collision. You're going bus. Paul, you're going You're going the, Cullen? The, yeah, he was the angel of death. Oh, that's right. All the nursing homes. Yeah, he got, I'm going he got with Cullen. Bunch, oh, he was man. that guy. Yeah. yeah, he got a fuck ton. It yeah. is that guy. Yeah, he got a fuck ton. Oh, One man. fuck ton. He killed uh, between 29 and 35 confirmed, uh, but police now believe that he may have killed up to 300. Right. Which nice. would make him the most prolific serial killer in American <laughs> history. Uh, the bus collision killed 27 and was the deadliest drunk driving incident and third deadliest bus disaster in U.S. history. But the really unconfirmed, sad. it might have hit maybe seven other buses. We don't know. That's true. <laughs> uh, here, All right, Matt gets half a point. <laughs> here is a, a fun thing, sort of. Um, my brother and I, when I went to visit him in Texas years ago, we went, Alamo Draft House did this bus tour where you got on a short bus. Of course. And, and they showed, they had a film projector set up in the bus. They had a screen at the front and they showed old, ridiculous bus safety videos. And while we were driving along the bus, everybody goes drinking, driving, watching, not dry, drinking, drive, but drinking on the bus, watching bus safety videos. And we would periodically stop at the sites of, Terrible bus accidents throughout Texas, oh, awesome. throughout throughout Austin. Yeah, it was a, it was a hell of a night. It was a lot of fun. That was my idea for here in Vegas when I first got here. Is I wanted to open up a company called the Short Bus, mm. and it was basically a pub crawl bus, except oh. everybody had to wear helmets, the 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 uh, short oh, bus helmets no. and stuff, and and knee pads and stuff. Because if you fell, we were not going to be responsible. Right. But we promised to get you fucked up. Yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's still that's still a worthy endeavor. <laughs> exactly. I don't I think, think that I don't think that, that idea has uh, lost yeah. its time yet. Yeah. Next question. Question three: Which led to the greater loss of life, the recent Hoboken train crash, or Kentucky native Sandra Neese's cooking? I'm gonna go with cooking. RJ, I'm gonna go with cooking too because the Hoboken train crash only lost like 12 people. Cooking it is because that's weird. Uh, Matt, how many people died in the Hoboken crash? I thought. 
Uh, I thought only one person died in the Hoboken crash. The answer is cooking. You were right, Matt. Only one person died in the Hoboken crash. Five people died, uh, six including the gunman in the shotgun rampage that Stanley Neese went on because he didn't like how his wife cooked his eggs in uh, Bre- uh, Breathick County, Kentucky. Breathick? Bre- Breathick? Breathick, maybe? Sure. Uh, it's pronounced Dick Breath. Jack. It oh, excuse me. Uh, Breathick. I don't know. Sure. Uh, 2011. Did everyone guess cooking on that one? Yes. Great. That happened in 2011? Oh, I'm so glad I left that fucking state. When When did... <laughs> what's expelling? Uh, I don't know where it went. Hold on. Um, yeah, it's breath it. Definitely breath it. Great. B-R-E-A-T-H-H-I-T-T. D-I-C-K. Yeah, yeah. B-R-E-T-C-H-D-I-C-K-S-U-C-K-E-R. Question four, which killed more people, self-proclaimed angel of death Donald Harvey or the 1900 uh, Hoboken Docks Fire? <laughs> Docks Fire is dangerous. Shit goes Docks down in, in Jersey. Yeah. Docks Fires are dangerous for sure. Uh, I'm going to go Docks Fire on this one because he's the self-proclaimed angel of death. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think him a pretender to the throne. I'm going to go Dock Fire as well. All right. Is I'm this the go- last question? Uh, no. Okay. Not by I'm going to go self-proclaimed uh, dealer of death. Ooh. Oh, you, we, got a, we got a wrong one on that oh, one. Shit. It was the dock fire. Uh, he claims to have killed 87 people, uh, but police believe it was between 37 and 57, and the docks fire killed at least 326. So even if he... What are he, all those people doing on the docks? <laughs> trying to get, get away from the angel of death. Jesus. Up, angel apparently. Of death. I've never wanted to hang out on a dock. No. <laughs> Uh, which had the most fatalities? The Hurricane Creek Mine Disaster in 1970 or the Hindenburg? Now, where was the Hindenburg? Jersey. Jersey. Was that in Jersey? Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was in New York. No. The Mine Disaster. Hindenburg was only like 30 people. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Mine Disaster as well. Wait, isn't this is the last question? It is not. Okay. The next one is the last question. Then I'll go with Mine Disaster as well. It is the Mine Disaster. Yay! 38 people, people died in the Mine Disaster, but 36 died in Hindenburg, in, on the Hindenburg. Because RJ and I are down one to Paul, so I have that to at least true. try for gamesmanship to try to switch one of my answers here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so question six and final question. Uh-oh. <clears throat> Who killed the most people? New Jersey mass murderer Howard Ur- uh, Unruh or Kentucky gorilla, not that kind of gorilla, Champ Ferguson? Uh, mm. The mass murderer. Paul's going mass murderer. I'm going to go with the gorilla. What do you mean by not that kind of gorilla? He was an actual monkey gorilla. An animal gorilla. I'm going with the gorilla. (coughs) It is the gorilla. Really? We have a three-way tie. three-way tie. Uh, Champ Ferguson. That's right. He truly was the champ. He was trialed for 53 murders but claimed over 100 and was hanged in 1865. Uriah, uh, uh, Uriah, Unra killed thirteen people in twelve minutes in nineteen twenty-one. Jesus, how many? Thirteen people in, in 12, twelve minutes. minutes. That's before automatic weapons. Like today, that would be nothing. But back then, yeah, Jesus. no. Well, holy crap! By by monkey? No, no. This is the serial killer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's one goddamn fast gorilla. I was, like, I was like, that monkey is not fucking around. He sure throws poo fast. Thirteen people in twelve minutes. That's got to be the most. Just a, that's a person a minute. It's more than one. Uh, yeah, that's a person and a little bit more than a minute. Yeah. Holy shit, monkey! 
Wow. Shit monkey. Puts Sorry if this is bumping anyone out. It did not. But this kind of stuff makes me think uh, uh, just how much every day really is an atheist holiday. Uh, you never know when a drunk driver is going to plow into, your, into the bus you're sitting on or a roller coaster is going to rip your feet off. So we have to celebrate every day we have uh, our lives at our toes. <laughs> oh, way to turn around like Jerry Springer there at the yeah. end and really make, put a nice little cherry on the side. It, it, it definitely sounded like, and now a final thought. <laughs> That's from the Knickerbocker Glory Hole. <laughs> Thanks, Knickerbocker Glory Hole. That was good. That is, boy, it makes me really not want to go back to Jersey. Makes me not want to go back to Kentucky. The only reason I would go to Jersey is to meet uh, America's greatest district attorney, Dave Donnelly. That's true. That's the only reason I would go. He just opened up an office in Kentucky, though. And a can smash burger at uh, Attorney's Tavern. Yeah, get yourself a can smash burger with Dave Donnelly. Not bad. The Jersey dream come true. Not bad. No, I didn't hear about the can smash burger. Did I miss it? That's a Tierney's Tierney's Tavern. Tierney's Tavern. The the magic is you smash the burger patties with a can. Yeah. Yeah. The magic is in that can. Yep. Magic's in the can. Um, All right. We got some thank yous, We should thank people. All right. Let's thank them. Um, well, I thank them in, uh, in, in their mass murderer nickname. Sure. <laughs> okay. Wendy Doom and Gloom Loomis. Catherine, while you sleeping, Lehman. <laughs> Peter, Captain Pepperoni Romano. <laughs> Kimberly, the Night Wizard, St. Alban. <laughs> Peter, uh, Unlucky Horseshoe McDougal. Christy, try the door, Radley. Renee Malicious Palicious. Larry Garotwire Northcutt. Scoop Nurse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Lee Press on Nails Popsicle. Sean <laughs> Ain't Taking Any More Your Schmidt. Lori Hide Under Your Bed All Day Phillips. Stephen L. Bad Doctor L. Proctor. <laughs> Lauren Brick Falling Off of a Window Oliver. Uh, Stephen uh, Mara Peanuts and Smother You in Jelly. Mark Extra Sleeping Pills in Your Ice Cream Miller. Tara The Crank Ranky. Matt Choke It McKenzie. <laughs> Tim Choke It Even Harder McGarvey. Michael Stabby Lennox. <laughs> Peter Rat-tat- Oh no, Travis Ratatat Peters. Michael Knee to the Temple Nave. <laughs> Tristan uh, Kalishnikov Novakshinov. <laughs> Nicholas Fist in the Throat Petty. <laughs> Jacob. I'd like to thank Joshua Sanders, Josiah Rakani. Turn the page. Uh, Lucas Richard, Nathan uh, Ray, Mayor of Greater Scoopchester, Nicholas Petty, Percy Morales, Peter Romano, uh, Ramus Nelson, Ryan Pugh, Sam Reed, Sarah Mearn, Scott Muldrig, Scott Pinyard, Sean Mountcastle, Sign Morris, uh, or sorry, Sign Cinny Morris. <laughs> hey, I'm just burning through these how here people. Long, Come on. How long with Cinny? Cinny's been listening from like day one. I know. I know. <laughs> Why well, am I ready for the name every time I see it? Uh, Stephen Mills, Ted Pierce, uh, Tory Price, and Tyler Minnick. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, so much. Hey, if you want to be thanked like this, uh, uh, you can join uh, our support team on patreoncom scoops. We currently have uh, four hundred and like nine uh, backers. Awesome. And uh, we're like ten dollars short of our goal right now. Like it's a really weird amount. It was like eleven bucks below our goal. So if you want extra episodes, you can back us on Patreon. Or if you want to back us for no reason, like RJ, do it. Do it that way. 
I back you for every reason. <laughs> I back you for I back you because I know that your value is intrinsic and not actual value. Ah, that's we're, true. We're like eight dollars shy. We're eight dollars shy of our right goal now. right now. Eight shy. Oh boy, which is hilarious. It'd be a hilarious amount to fail by as well. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we're eight dollars mm, away I don't from fail. Let's get it. <laughs> I, 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 may, I may go add the eight dollars on the <laughs> We'll get there. We'll get um, there. And uh, that's that's what. What's the scoop fest update? How many people? We got at least 150 it's be people. Like 150 people. Jesus Cristo, for, for sure. And then it's going to be more. Yeah, it's yeah. Gonna be, it's going to ex- be close to 200, I think. At most. Of the no, events. I'm expecting more than that at, at most of the events. Holy more than 200? Crap. No, because I think that I think the people that are saying that they're definitely going to come, those are the people that we're going to have at every event. Oh. Yeah. And then we're going to have you know locals and and people that are not uh, RSVPing yeah. show up at, at different events. Oh, we had a press person. I think I said this on air, but Mike Mike Weatherford was like, "Oh, I'll have to get an article." I was like, "No, it's fine. Don't need it. Please, please don't <laughs> publicize don't. it anymore." Are you going to have Robin Leach there? Uh, no, no. We want to keep our belongings. <laughs> so we don't. We don't have you enough security were, You and I were at an event that Robin was at. Yeah, yeah. Boy, that was fun. He is always a fun to be around. We, we, we're, we're trying to think about actually trying to see if we can get him on here. But yeah, we've had every. Other oh, all you have to do is put in a red carpet. <laughs> it's true. You're right. He'll be here. That's yeah. true. And you'll never see that carpet again. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. But I either either he was inebriated or. Something else that night. Sure. Um, because he stopped me on my way out. And he's like, do I know you? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Robin, my name is RJ. We met uh, a couple months ago. I played the big baby in, um, in Mysteria. He's like, with a beard? I'm like, well, I'm, I'm off. I uh, tore my Achilles. He's like, you're a clown. How do you tear your Achilles? <laughs> what a dick. And I'm like, uh, I was running. He's like, oh. We still love you. <laughs> we. We. The collective the Robin we. Leach. Yeah. The we royal still, Robin Leach. We still we. love you. People still love you. Yeah, like, we, right. still, we still love you, broken clown. <laughs> we still... <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, thanks a lot, everybody. Thanks for supporting us on Patreon. I want to thank our uh, audio uh, mafia, our, oh. our visual mafia, our data mafia, our social media mafia. Uh, and as well as our, our just our, all of our listeners, our scoops, our creamers, our uh, ice cream socialists, socialites. And Thanks, Penn Gillette. I don't know if we said that. No. Nope. Thanks sandwich. again. Thank you, Penn. Thank you, Sarah. And uh, we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. Snap that lady's wrist. I'm a bad boy. You are so bad. I you am... get them drums. That's what you get. I'm about to hand this over to RJ and uh, and Paul. Where are you going? I gotta like I gotta pick my kid up from school so that my wife and I can make this gig in time. Oh, right. do it to it, Mountain Dew. All, All right. right. I will leave you guys with Paul Archangel. <clears throat> All right, here we go then. <clears throat> Dim drums, yo. Scooby Lucy would like a limerick on Ireland dedicated to any other uh, shamrock scoops. Cheers, thanks, and keep up the good work slash goofing. So it's an Irish scoop. Wants a limerick about Ireland. My garments have one flaw. And because of it, my titties 
they saw. The strap came undone. Out flew my bags of fun. And sure enough, Aaron go bra. <laughs> can, can I give her a, can I give her a, a joke about a limerick? Go. Please. Okay. So Murphy, born and bred in America. Mm. But, but here's the thing. His father was the national limerick champion in Limerick, Ireland. His grandfather, national limerick champion in Limerick, Ireland. His entire life, he's trained to be the national limerick champion in Limerick, Ireland. He saves up his money. He flies over there. He goes to the pub where it's being held. He walks in. He declares that he is Murphy from America. His father was the national limerick champion. His grandfather was the national champion. And he's here to win the contest. And the bartender just laughs. And he goes, oh, boy, oh. You're a day late and a dollar short. The championship was yesterday. It's like, it, it, it could, couldn't have been yesterday. I've, I've, I've worked my entire life. I've, I've, I've saved a while. I, I, I'm, I'm beside myself. He's like, well, you should have got your dates right there, boy. It, it was yesterday. It's like, well, um, all right. Um, just tell me, t- tell, me the, tell me the limerick that, that won. Just so, so I know what it is. It's just, oh, I couldn't do that. <clears throat> far too dirty. Far too dirty. Couldn't tell you that one. He's like... All right, fine. Um, uh, just, just, just tell me who, 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 uh, who said the limerick, and I'll go up and ask them. It's like, oh, sure, that's Sister Mary Kate up at the convent. He said, wait a second. Sister Mary Kate told the dirtiest limerick you've ever heard. Oh, she sure did. He says, but it was all for charity, so they let her say it that one day. He says, oh, oh, right. So he goes up to the convent, locks on the door. Little nun answers. He says, I'm looking for Sister Mary Kate. Oh, sure, I'll be right with you. Another nun comes out and says, yeah, I, I, are you Sister Mary Kate? Oh, sure, I'm Sister Mary Kate. She says, did you win the National Limerick Contest yesterday? Oh, yes, I did, I did. Uh, praise be to God, I won the National Limerick Contest. That money's going to come in to help our orphanage so much. He's like, well, my grandfather was the National Limerick Champion. My, 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 my father was the National I, I tried to be it. I got here late. Uh, could you just tell me the, your Limerick then once? Because, oh, no. No, I couldn't. It's far too dirty. Far too dirty. I could not repeat the wait you got to say it yesterday. So, well, yes, but that was for that was for God and country. That was for winning money for the orphanage. I, I couldn't possibly repeat it. He's like Alright, um I'll tell you what. I'm pretty good at limericks. So <clears throat> why don't you just tell the limerick and replace the dirty words with Tadam? She's like, Oh, well, I guess I could do that for you. He's like, all right. So she's like, Tadum, 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 and they fucked in a river of shit. There you go. St. John John would like a limerick about how much fucking money I need to donate to make it to the Scoop Hall of Fame page because apparently I haven't reached it yet. Dedicated to the Ice Cream Social. Thanks and keep up the good work. Hopefully that's fixed by now. Uh, yes, we're working I on believe it's. I that. believe it's yeah, fixed. Yeah, yeah, you should be on the Hall of Fame now. You know how much money we need. You can see it on our website, indeed. So if you've got cash, go grab it in a flash and keep giving until you bleed. Uh, and now it's time... For some triple threat. This is it. Matt Daughtery would like a triple threat about urethra. (laughs) Dedicated to people sticking stuff up their magic urethra. Sounding. Uh, 185 urethras walking to the bar. 
The bartender sir says, we don't serve urethras here. The urethras say, that's rather narrow of you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. I have a narrow urethra. <laughs> uh, I like my urethras like I like my women. Mm. Uh, skinny and not infected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they call me the urethra because I'm full of piss. Kimberly said, Albin would like a triple threat uh, about beach. The word beach. Beach. They call me the beach because I'm white and women walk all over me all the time. <laughs> uh, 185 beaches walk into the bar. And the bartender says, uh, we don't serve beaches here. And the beaches say, no, we're beaches. <laughs> beaches. Oh, that ain't beaches? Yeah, yeah. Don't, you... You don't serve us? You can serve us. We're beaches. I like my women like I like my beaches. After I leave, I still find little bits of them in my shoe. (laughs) Classic. Uh, A.K.A. Mr. Brain Freeze would like a triple threat about Donald Trump. Oh, snap-a-doodle. Oh, snap-a-doodle is right. 185 Donald Trumps walking to the bar. Bartender says we don't serve Donald Trumps here. 185 Donald Trump say, this bar is rigged. <laughs> I've been to a lot of bars. The best bars. This one is this one is terrible. This is totally rigged. They time time to close this ungood bar. <laughs> this not good bar. I believe it's pronounced Gina. Time for this bar to shut down. You watch. Just watch. I'm right. Everyone knows it. This bar is terrible. Uh, they call me Donald Trump because women hate me. <laughs> I like my women like I like my Donald Trump. They blow hard. Oh, fail. <laughs> I like my women like I like my Donald Trump. Sexually aggressive and inappropriate. I like my women like I like my Donald Trump with a reportedly very small penis. <laughs> I like my women like I like my I like my women like I like my Donald Trump behind another woman. Hey-o. <laughs> And the Red Baron would like a triple threat about pussies. Dedicated to all grab app grabable human anatomy? Gra- oh grabable. <laughs> Why grab-able? can't I read? Are you Why from Hawaii I today? Oh but grabable. Or my goodness, Mr. Grabable. Grabable. Uh how would you how would you spell grabable? G-R-A-B-A-B-L-E. You wouldn't put two B's in there? Oh you okay. could. I would put two B's. I think it would be two B's. But I also wouldn't say grababble. I, I, I'm sitting here like, <laughs> well, I'm reading. I was reading ahead to Human Anatomy. I was like, is this a piece of Human Anatomy Bart that I'm Simpsons, unfamiliar with? Bart Simpson's teacher, teacher grababble. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, uh, pussies, pussies. I like my women like I like my pussies. Really hairy. <laughs> oh yeah. They call me the pussy. That's it. That's it. 185 pussies walking to the bar. And the bartender says, I'm sorry, we don't serve pussies here. And the pussies say, we just want some Diet uh, Coke. And the bartender's like, you're looking for trim? Ha <laughs> ha! 185 pussies, 185 uh, underage pussies walk into a bar. Bartender says, I'm sorry, we don't serve minors to liquors. Hey, uh, 
Blake Scooper to Resending Martin would like a triple threat about unsuccessful suicide bombers dedicated to not suicide bombers. What? Unsuccessful suicide bombers. Is the, is the thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like my women like I like my suicide bombers with a short fuse and explosive. That was stupid. <laughs> Uh, they call me the unsuccessful suicide bomber because I live. <laughs> they used to call me the, they call me the, un, they call me the unsuccessful uh, suicide bomber or for short, the Unabomber. Uh, <laughs> 185 unsuccessful suicide bombers walk into the bar and the bartender says, boy, you guys look really put out. Uh, yeah, we're unsuccessful suicide bombers. And the bartender's like, oh, well, here, let me make you an Irish car bomb. <laughs> 185 unsuccessful suicide bombers walk into a bar. Bartender says, I'm sorry, we don't serve your kind here. They all say, it's okay, we don't drink. <laughs> Brian White would like a triple threat about leopard print clothes dedicated to my sweet cougar, Shelly. Rawr. <laughs> <laughs> I like my women like I like my leopard print clothes. Tight and spotty. <laughs> they call me the leopard print clothes because there was a day that I was hip. <laughs> 185 leopard print clothes walking to the bar. And the bartender says, I'm sorry, we don't serve leopard print clothes here. Leopard print clothes are like, why not? And the bartender's like, because I know you used to date the owner. And the leopard print clothes are like, so? And the bartender says, I saw you come in here with another man. And the leopard print clothes are, what do you expect? We're cheetahs. <laughs> wow. Long road, short diner. Yes. <laughs> and Brian Gregson would like a triple threat about chuds dedicated to everyone who's ever watched an 80s horror movie on VHS. <laughs> What are, what is what is that from? Chud. It's yeah. from the movie Chud. It's the uh <laughs> Oh, that thing. Yeah. Oh wait, am I thinking of that or Troll 2? Is that in Troll 2 similar? The cannibalistic human underground dwellers. That's it. That's what the Chuds are. <laughs> cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller. That's it. Chud. Got your Chud in me. Uh 185 Chuds walking to the bar. And the bartender says, You're no longer Chuds, you're above ground. Now you choose, <laughs> and I choose not to serve you. I choo choo choose you. <laughs> I like my women like I like my chuds. They'll put anything in their mouth. Oh, it's true. All oh, those chuds. They. <laughs> They call me the Chud because yuck! Look at me, yuck! Look at like a Chud, yuck! Ooh! Uh, you want to stick around for a song or two? Sure. All right, let's do a song here. Scoopy Lucy would like a song. Um, what the? Oh, the character that she would like the song sung in uh -huh. is me 
pissed off, uh, Scoopy Lucy me, uh, pissed off that Scoopfest is so far away from everyone except where the bulk of people live. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I guess Scoopy Lucy <laughs> lives somewhere completely different. Got it. Uh, screw you guys. I'm staying at home. So I guess I will have to get someone else to fuck you in the faces. There we go. Okay. There we go. My name's Goofy Lucy and I live pretty far away. I guess I won't be making it out to Scoop Fest this day. Bullshit, bullshit, I call bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, I call bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, I call bullshit, yeah. You should have Scoop Fest in my backyard. Hey! <laughs> hey! I don't get out very often at all. And when I do, it, don't get a chance to see Jacob, Matt, and Paul. I'm so tired of waiting around. Brown. Why don't you just get the ground Brown. under my house and build the scoop fest there? Have a scoop fest in my backyard. Hey! Hi! Oh, oh, oh. oh here's that weird solo. <laughs> We're going to fade out of the weird yeah, solo. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> this is the time for a... <laughs> uh, Dance break? No. What, uh, uh, fucking Accordion? Accordion solo. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Scooperman <gasps> would like uh, would, would like us to sing happy birthday. Uh-huh. Uh, preferably on my actual birthday, October 12th. Uh, we missed that. Missed it. Yeah. Sorry. So we're going to sing uh, late happy birthday to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we want music for this, or do we want to do acapella here? Whatever you want. Uh, What's his name again? Scooperman. 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 Yeah. Happy birthday, Scooperman. Happy birthday, Scooperman. Happy birthday, Scooperman. Happy birthday, Scooperman. 2017. <laughs> 2017. Yeah. Now we're it, early. It's one to grow That's on. That's right. Fool. <laughs> 20, 2017. <laughs> I get it. And the famous ball. Oh, I like that guy. He would like a song about the sweat house. Sure. In the style of James Brown. And this is dedicated to new singlets. All right. And I tried to hide 
my nuts inside But they will not be bald denied They come out screaming and laughing too My balls explode right in your face Nothing I can do It's a bad singlet It's a bad singlet it's a mad singlet. It's true. When I wear a mad singlet, that's a bad singlet. It is. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Scoops. You're all great. Patreon.com slash HeyScoops if you want to get in on any of this. Uh, and if you don't want to, then just put a note on there saying you don't want to hear any of this. You just want to give us some money, which is also fine. We totally are cool with that. You Scoop. only need $8. $8. That's $8. all we need, Scoops. Uh, Scoop Fest, November 11th, 12th, 13th. Sign up, RSVP for us, so we have some idea of who's coming. But at this point, we're pretty much boned. We're just gonna be we're gonna be overflowing <laughs> every venue wait. that we're gonna be in. It's don't, gonna be so great. Don't miss it. It's gonna be awesome. And there's gonna be so many people fucking. And there's gonna be a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, there's fucking. gonna be a lot of scoopulation. Oof. Yeah. Uh, Paul will fuck anyone that gives him eight dollars and thirty-seven cents. I I go so far as to say that's more money than is necessary. <laughs> Paul. Yeah. Do you make change? Do I? Okay. okay. No, exact change. Exact change only. Exact. Yep. Ka-ching. And then I'll show you his nickel trick. And I'll, sh- <laughs> I'll show you my nickel trick and my diaper. <laughs> Watch him make. Watch me make. Oh. You know what? That costs a little bit more. Eight Not much 50, more. Not much cents. more. It would cost the price of the meal, honestly. <laughs> well, then you're getting an In-N-Out burger because that'll... <laughs> In-N-Out, baby. In-N-Out. 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 Yep, you oh. and I, we, you and I have a, a love for the burger. You like us a good hamburger. Okay, what's your favorite fast food burger? It depends on the day. Yeah, I end up with Jack in the Box a lot. Yeah, because it's convenient. It's convenient, and they also have the Southwest Chicken Salad twenty four seven Southwest Chicken Salad tacos, and usually pretty good. Yeah, usually pretty good. Uh, I think. Have you tried Freddy's yet? No. I will take you to a Freddy's. All right. Is that here? Yeah, there's two of them here. Okay. They make a pretty goddamn good burger. All right. Uh, a lot of it has to do with the bun, too. Yep. Now, I do like... I, I, I like Five Guys. Five Guys is I good? don't like Five Guys. Why is that? Because I don't like their fries. Oh, okay. And I don't really care for the burger. I, I wasn't blown away. Okay. But I really don't like their fries, so I was like, eh. And fries are a big thing. That's why I don't like uh, Burger King. Yeah. Because their fries are terrible. And they're sweet, and they don't taste like potato. Uh, fries are shit. Yeah. But their burger Same with Carl's are Jr. The bomb. Have you done a Smash Burger? I like I haven't Smash done Burger. Smash Burger yet. Smash Burger's got good fries. I, I, they do. I've Smash Burger is the only place that I eat that I eat the fries at. Freddy's has the same fries. <gasps> yeah. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh. And I don't get a burger Smash Burger. I get the Smash Chicken. Oh, I like the I smashed the, chicken. I get the grilled chicken mm. with the uh, yeah. Swiss cheese, mushrooms, and bacon. Oh, yeah. God, that sounds it's good. It's so good. No, and and they have good. a... That, like, smash Burger might be the only burger place that I eat at with any regularity. And uh, they have a, a, a burger there that is... Um, it's like the mushroom mushroom Swiss burger or yeah. something like that. And it, mm. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah, it is. And then they do these smash fries. They, they rinse them in olive oil and, and um, different spices and everything. It's and really they're good. the shoestring fries. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, they're nice and crispy. Like Freddie also does a smashed burger, but theirs is all sirloin, not chuck. Mm-hmm. And they 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 smash it so thin that it gets crispy. Oh yes, it's and they always you double up the patty and it's great. Right, right, right. Oh. Uh, GD Ritzy's was a <laughs> fatty rabbit hole. The 
small chain in Kentucky, a couple other places, I'm sure. But GD Ritzy's had amazing, super thin patty burgers with that crispiness going on. And super shoestring fries. Oh, yeah. The shoestringiest, but so good. And I like them a little uh, floppy. Floppity? Yeah. Oh, see, I don't, I don't like, I like them, them crispy. I don't like them crispy. As yeah. as like well, with the shoestrings, if they're too crispy, it's just like eating a, a matchstick. Stick, right? That's what I like. I like them, I like them crunch. I like them, not quite crunchy, but I yeah. like them pretty like, close to crunchy. Now, what what don't you like about the fries at, at Five Guys? Uh, too potatoey. Does that okay. make any yeah. sense? All right. I think it's because they don't double fry their fries because they use fresh potatoes. Yeah. And fresh potatoes like In-N-Out. I mean, uh, five guys like In-N-Out, they both use fresh potatoes. In-N-Out peels their potatoes mm-hmm. and they double fry. Yeah. Five guys do- doesn't double fry. It makes a difference. Yep. I'm still not, I'm not huge on In-N-Out's fries either. So, yeah. But anyway. There we go. I haven't gotten to use the fatty rabbit hole music I for a while. I got All right. Do huh, your we'll thing. We'll do that. See you, Scoops. Have a good week.